Hey, God, God, God. Welcome to this episode of Roast with the Host Morning Show. It's your host, the Craig Smith. Pile in, Craig Factorins, to roast the host. It's been a few things that happened in the last couple of days. I couldn't believe it. We're finally past the sucker holiday. We're past Valentine's Day. Isn't that incredible to all my Max and players? <laughs> hey, how many lies were told yesterday? How many promises of future love and dedications will be broke over the next week? How many steak dinners softened a woman up for a diabolical blow? <laughs> How many side women? The other woman. How many of them felt lonely and disrespected because of decades of waiting on the other man to fall out of love with his wife and it hasn't happened yet? So they make best friends with the wife. And go to the gym she works out at and act like, hey, I'm a good person. When really you are sitting and waiting and plotting on another woman's husband. And acting like y'all cool. Mm. Some women got steak dinners. Other women got burgers. Wow. Some of them had toaster strudels. And some of you women were strudelists. Shout out to the single women. Who have standards that refuse to be a man's side woman. <laughs> who stayed it alone until they find a man that's well enough off to allow her to assist him when maintaining, maintaining his throne. Shout out to the women that can be single and it don't mean nothing to them. We love you. <laughs> Valentine's Day ain't for everybody. I love a woman that I love a woman that won't fake depression for attention. Stop acting like you're depressed because you're single. It's out of pocket to act like you got a mental illness. <laughs> depression is a mental illness, and there's a bunch of people around here acting like they're depressed when really they just don't want to listen to nobody, and they're mad that they can't do what they want to do. Can we start holding people accountable that fake depression, please? You are not depressed because you're 45 and single. You're a sore loser. All you got to do is lower your standards to your level. Lower your standards to your level and you'll find a man that'll love you. Oh, my God. You will. If you got a black front tooth. <gasps> Date men with black front with a date a man with a black front tooth. Don't be dentally uh, lacking and want to do it with straight teeth. What? Don't be two seventy and five one and want to do that's in the gym every day. <sighs> Lower your standards to match the efforts you make in life, and you will be happy, and you won't have to fake depression. I know you think you're depressed because it feels it feels bad, but it's just because you're sitting around thinking, what? allowing it to fester. Get up and move. Slow motion is better than no motion. Get up and get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Sarah's like, what? Because <laughs> there's a lot of people out here who think they're depressed, but really they're just lazy. 
They lazy. You got to step to your happiness. You got to get in motion to it. You can't sit and wait on somebody to come save you and say you depressed. No, you're not depressed. Start the car and hit the gas pedal. Take off the damn uh, emergency brake. Get your foot off the parking brake and get in motion. Mm. That's all it is. Be at your mental health. So you won't do dumb stuff like go to a concert and slap Buster Rhymes on the booty. <laughs> yeah, Buster Rhymes, the legend. Y'all, 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 y'all. He was assaulted by a woman after a concert. <laughs> that was sexual assault. You guys saw it. He's walking off stage with Spliff Star. Shout out to Spliff Star, the greatest sidekick of all time. Walking through a crowd. This disrespectful woman pushes his security out the way, takes her hand out of her pocket, and slaps the legend on his gluteus maximus, on his buttocks, on his curry spitter. That's assault. Do you guys see this assault happening? If this was Mary J. Blige and a random uh, male fan, he would have been arrested. Oh, you cut it off too early, sir. Oh, there you go, right there. Oh. You can't smack somebody on their squatter if you don't know them. <laughs> That's not fair, Sarah. Is that fair for a woman to be able to slap a man on the butt, touch him, and she's never met him? No, and he was surrounded by dudes, so I'm pretty sure he probably thought it was one of them. That's what he probably, I, I think he <laughs> thought it was a dude. But that doesn't make her actions right. Yeah. And the people who watch that, if you get summoned to court by Buster Rhymes' lawyer and you don't show up, you're an accessory to the assault. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Women, you can't just put your hands on a man because you lust after him because he's rich and powerful. Where is the feminist movement when stuff like this happens? Mm. I would be persecuted if I slapped a woman's booty on camera that I didn't know at a concert who wasn't a stripper and she was walking away from me. I'm angry. <laughs> you got to get yourself together, ladies. You can't just be putting your hands on men. What if he would have turned around and knocked her ass out? Would that have been his fault? No. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We got to get these rules together. Equality is more than just you can make what I make. It's more than that. It's more than a man not being able to call you out your name. You got to act the way we have to act as men. You can't throw tantrums. You can't leave when stuff gets hard. You got to keep your word, and above all, you got to keep your hands to yourself. No, 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 no. Let me just clarify something. I don't mind a woman that I've consented to smacking my booty. <laughs> that could be a motivation to, to fornicate the dog mess out of her. But if you slap me on the booty and then we can't get to sexual activities... What does that mean, Sarah? <laughs> uh, 
How come they don't have a charge for women who tease men with vagina and don't give it to us? That should be a charge. It's well, it should be a charge to purposely get me erect <laughs> and not either give me some vagina or give me some neck. It should be a charge. It's, it's, it has to be extenuating circumstances. Okay, give me an extenuating circumstance that warns you putting your hands on my booty without my permission and then not giving me sex afterwards. And not giving you sex afterwards? If um, if I squeeze it and you like it too much. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's, I don't think there's anything that... I, men, I've, I've, I've come to know, they're very sensitive about their ass. Especially men that don't like anything in the ass. Look, I, look. first of all, she, she has no tact. She should have waited till he was by himself. I'm going to tell you why. There's other men standing around him. You slap me on the, on the ass, my dick might get hard. Oh. So now my dick is hard around niggas I don't really know like that that work for me. <laughs> now I can't think right because when your dick get hard, other hormones get released into your brain. Now you're thinking about fucking and there's niggas around you. Think, lady. Don't no straight man want to have a hard dick around other niggas. You've never watched porn around other niggas? I don't know. I don't do that. I mean, maybe <laughs> when I first started doing it as a young and niggas would share tapes and we would watch a couple porn. But niggas generally don't want to just be watching porn with other niggas in the room as grown men. Okay. okay. And we talking about a superstar in Buster Rhymes. When a woman touches a man like that, she's submitting. She's trying to tell him, I would have sex with you if you stop and talk to me. Think about this, Sarah. You just don't touch men you don't know like that. Oh, I have. Okay, but what, why'd it you touch him? It wasn't Rhymes, but. But why'd you touch him? I don't know. Some, some dudes like have like, I'm like, oh my God, it's really like a very juicy booty. But it's normally around, it's normally around with gay dudes. Not I, I wouldn't do real men like that. The hell no. I, right. I like my I like my teeth. You know what I'm I mean, ain't no real man just gonna knock you out. Even though if you touch a man without his permission and he knocks you out, I don't think it's right. But if he does it, I understand why. Yeah, because niggas send women on setup missions all day long. <laughs> so let's not like let's not act like just because you got a vagina and some nice breasts that you're not a, a savage. Mm -hmm. A lot of these brothers dying in the street getting murdered is because they getting set up by bad bitches. Absolutely. But there are three elements to assault that you all must understand, especially women who think they're above the law. Intentionally causing bodily injury to another person, including a spouse. Now look, Buster Rhines could suffer from, he could be a homophiliac. He could bruise easily. A he could be a hemophiliac, not a homophiliac, <laughs> but a hemophiliac. <laughs> You can't just tap everybody. What if he's a hemophiliac? What does that mean? He could bruise and bleed. Hemophiliacs have trouble with their blood coagulating, which means if you open a womb on a hemophiliac, they can die. That's actually true. That's actually true. Okay. You're just touching on a man and you don't know his medical history. What if she's a carrier of Corona? What if she's purposely passing Buster Rhymes the coronavirus because he's a middle-aged black man? He's 50. Mm. The chances of a 50-year-old dying from, uh, from, from COVID is 35% greater than a young adult. 
She could be trying to murder him through biological warfare. We don't what? know this bitch. <laughs> she Russian? Is this a Russian operative? She could be. KGB. <laughs> you got to think, lady. If she was a real entrepreneur, she would sell that wig. No, what, 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 what it is is she got to stop thinking with her pussy. That's the problem. Then there's that. You can't be thinking with your coochies, lady. If she had multiple coochies, that would be funny. You can't be thinking with your coochie, lady. <laughs> Somebody's got to check you. Because you've been running around doing this for years. I can tell. The confidence level on the walk-up was way too horrid. You done waited out of many locker You done waited outside of many NBA locker rooms and NFL tunnels trying to get you a dude that got money. Buster Rhymes is a good, honest, Christian Jamaican man. I'm sorry, a 5%er man. What? I'm pretty sure in the Bible and the Quran and all the other holy books, it has something in there about women not touching men on the ass. Hmm. The second qualification for an assault charge is intentionally threatening another person with imminent bodily injury, injury including a spouse. And let me tell you something. I grew up in a place, a rough, rough place, rough street. I mean, I didn't grow up in no good times, ghetto shit. My parents moved out of the hood. But the place I moved to, the suburb I moved to when we left Pasadena and Detroit and all these great places, uh, was a cool place. But I moved on a street that all the families moved on that left the hood. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it was bloods and crips and niggas running from inner city problems living on my street. The year I moved off my street, it was nine murders within a mile of where I lived at. And it wasn't Compton, Watts, or no inner city shit. It was a suburban city. Not to mention that same year, the Halloween massacre happened where a dude went into his house and killed his wife, all his kids, and his in-laws. Oh, my God. Right? So, what I'm telling you is this. Intentional bodily harm is something that is perception-based. You got to know somebody before you touch them because you don't know the traumas they've experienced. Mm -hmm. Touching the wrong man, ladies, could get you knocked out and slept. I remember I was at a uh, uh, at a party. I think I was a Freshman or sophomore in college. It was a USC party. Hella people was there. A couple dudes I grew up with. Two brothers. One is dead. Rest in peace, Tank. Tank was a swole dude. He was a man child. As a, as a, as a freshman in high school, he was 6'2", 245, running a 4'4", four, four, or 4'5", four, 40. He was a man. He was the type of dude that would go to jail uh, and get out right before football season. That was him. But he was a good dude. So he was out. He was a gang member. We had a USC party. He's a gang member. It's 30, 40 dudes from his gang. I see Tank. I say, what's up, man? Show him love because he was a good dude. Rest in peace, Tank. One of the people in his crew was trying to holler at this girl as we were talking. Very beautiful girl. Now, the dude that was trying to holler at her was too small for her. And she said something to the liking of, you're cute, but you're small. And kind of tapped him on the top of his head. 
And she laughed. Do you know what happened next, fellas? Night, night. He slept her. And hit her over the head with a bottle. It's not funny. But she technically assaulted that man. Do you know he didn't go to jail? When the police showed up, he said exactly what happened. He was able to get away on self-defense. Tank and I kind of laughed about it. I told him I thought it was wrong. He said he thought it was wrong too. Him and his homie left and he got on his way. Y'all got to understand something, man. Ladies, this double, this double standard is going to be over with and it's your fault. I'm going to tell you why. With this new LGBTQ uh, 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 movement, mm -hmm. these feminine acting gay men are going to replace you. They're going to take all the rights and all the concessions that we used to give you guys. There's going to be a time where it's going to be okay for a feminine cross-dressing man to fight a woman like she's a man and it'd be okay. It's already happening. This fight against masculinity that you guys have been fighting is going to blow up in your face. God sent us here to protect you. But you won't let us do it. They asking for it. They asking for it. There was a lady, they just posted it the other day, there was a woman or a man, a trans woman. Right. Dusting these women off in high school in wrestling. Right. And they're like, they were like, yo, parents, are you okay with this? And they were like, oh, but before they were like, you should be able to, you should be. Able. And then as soon as she started body slamming these girls, these real women. Right. Now everybody got a problem with it. Where was the problem earlier, though? Where was the problem? This is what straight women don't understand, understand, understand about straight men like us. They, they, they forget that gay men want niggas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they're willing to do whatever they have to do to infiltrate you ladies. To turn you against us so you don't want us because they want us. But because you've been duped and tricked into thinking because they act feminine and walk feminine that they're women like you, you've allowed them to step into your position and now you got to fight for your spot back. <laughs> the old switcheroo. Yeah. Why us straight black men are looking for in-pocket women or Latinas or white girls, you're going to have to fight for your spot back. Because we don't have to experience this deficit in respect levels that we experience with you. And that's just the reality. Now, this ain't for all women. The women that are, you know, in pocket and know what it's about and know how to conduct themselves around real straight men, you don't have anything to worry about. But if you're a woman that thinks, hey, I don't have to follow a man's lead, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, oh, you know, them type of women yep. that think you got to earn their respect. Met one last night that don't want to be in pocket. <laughs> and, right. That, that they're super out of pocket and 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 compare you to unrealistic people so they can devalue your manhood and do what they want to do. It's about to get real sparse for you. Do you think that's why it's the rise in bisexuality in women? I think so. 
You know, I don't want to speak on homosexuality or bisexuality like it's something that's wrong. It's not my life preference. But there are a lot of women using homosexuality to scapegoat their responsibilities as a as a woman. Because at the end of the day, a woman will have sex with another woman, but they won't respect them like they're supposed to respect them. Yep. You know how many studs I know? that date women with two and three kids and end up heartbroken? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That should be a fucking crime to act like you identify with a sexuality that you don't really identify with. I had a stud leave me for a, a female with three kids. It makes no sense. It's crazy. I did, and, and, go ahead. So I, we did a show last night after the show. They had, they had a uh, speed dating thing, so they asked the comedians because they didn't have enough dudes, can you stay? All right, why not? The first chick, you're supposed to stay for, for, for four minutes. Right. I got up in 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm not going to do this with you. Right, right. I don't even know you. Why I got to put up with this already? Right, right, right. Her questioning was wrong. I was like, hey, I'm not doing this. What did she ask you? She was first, she was like, do you like a feminine woman or a masculine woman? I was like, a masculine. That was her thing. I said, "What do you What do you mean by masculine?" She said, "Well, I do this and that by myself, and I don't need no man." Nah, nah, nah. And so, but then then she goes, "Well, if we go on a date, aren't you paying? Aren't you supposed to pay for everything?" I was like, oh, "You know wow. what? I'm gonna go ahead and take my move right now." Right. Just got up and moved. Hey, lady. I didn't want to be here in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a You want to be a masculine woman, but then you want me to treat you as a a feminine woman. Because right. you still want me to take you on dates and pay for everything. Right. But you still want to talk to me like you a nigga. But you want me to bow down and not swing on you because right. you a woman. Right. You can't have it both ways. Not that I'm going to hit out here hitting women or nothing like that, but right. I'm just like, nah, bro. Like, this is your first questioning when you first meet me. Right. Anybody. Because there was like three dudes afterwards. I was like, yeah, man, nah, bro. Can't do it. For what? I think they give you all these unrealistic scenarios and requirements. Because they just want to be able to devaluate you so they can disrespect you at some point. And that's why you're still single. Right. And then you mad. Oh, niggas ain't shit. No, you uh, ain't. It, <laughs> it's, it's, re it's really you. And the cold thing is your entire worth is wrapped up into the job you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what invert the initial. Oh, I make a lot of money. Nobody, no, no man cares about that. No, when you lose that job, you're worthless based on your standards. <laughs> it's based on your standards, not mine. But it is amazing to me how an ugly man, if he has a whole bunch of money, he got bitches. Oh, it, there's because, no difference. <laughs> right. but, but when the, uh, a ugly woman that got major bank, she they got niggas, but they don't they don't want shit to do with her. Like, and it's always looking for a man to like kind of calm her down. It, it, does this does this stream seem delayed? Yeah, you may need to close some stuff in the background. Um, I could fifth wheel on a date. Uh, let, me see here. <laughs> let me tell you something. There's another uh, thing that constitutes assault. Somebody simply touches a person knowing they would be offended. I had that happen. Really? After the show, I was walking off stage, and this girl just grabbed my, just grabbed all balls hard too. I remember right. going, "This hurt." Right. And I, I got mad and yelled, and I like I remember I clenched up, but I was like, "Oh, it's a woman." I How'd you yell? Ah! Like, yo, don't ever touch me like this. Yeah. Because if I did that to you, I'm immediately going to jail. Going to if prison. I just reach out and grab your titty. Won't even be no trial. She said, I just wanted to see what your balls <laughs> felt like. <laughs> I was like, and she grabbed it in such a way, and it hurt. I was I, I was so shook. Like, ain't nobody. We just allowing this. We just allowing ball grabbing things. Right, right. Hard right. ball grabbing. 
Hey, when, you know, when women take away the space between them and a man, that's saying a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's normally a, a, a woman that has her mind together. She keeps her distance and makes and kind of makes sure she doesn't get close to somebody to give them the wrong message. Yeah. So right. when you take away that space, ladies, you know what you're doing. You can't say you didn't know. Absolutely. If you get co- close enough for me to pick up on a pheromone, you, you're trying to have sex with me at some point. And if you touch me, that's a consummation. What? You better make sure I want to be touched. Yeah, you can't just be going out right here touching people, just raw ball, raw bra grabbing people. Yeah. Well, if women say no, why can't men say no? We are, you say no before we touch you. Oh. This woman didn't say, <laughs> hey. And she didn't know me. This is like, this is not somebody I knew. This is somebody at the show. I'm walking through the audience. I just got off stage. Right. Mm. That's assault. Come on, you got you know how ladies are. You know how you guys are, Sarah. If you yeah. like a dude and he don't know, you try to you send signals. You'll be in his vicinity, in his area. Yeah, well, you, we'll play it off as touchy feely. Touchy feely, you'll show up somewhere, you allow him to hug you, uh multiple you know how you know what you guys do. Yeah, full they chest. Do the, they do the the <laughs> when they laugh, touch your chest or your leg right. or something. Women, the thing is you guys need hollering lessons. You, you, you guys don't know how to holler. They think because artists. I literally had a girl go, "Why didn't you make a move?" I gave you signals. I said, "What did you do?" She said, "I sat down." Wow. You should have known. Okay. Would you know? <laughs> Everybody got to sit down. Yes. <laughs> you need hollering lessons. The thing is, the thing about it, ladies, is you guys don't like rejection. So they never had to either. So you do. You're gonna take that shot. You're gonna take that desperate shot. Because you don't have patience. When you want it, you got to have it now. Yep. What, why don't you give them? Should we have like a... You got to go through what we go through if you're going to holler. No, holler is a holler master class? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you guys definitely would need that. We totally need it. <laughs> That would be funny. You know, y'all, y'all, you know, when a man has a lot of women, you guys are disrespecting the amount of skill it takes to even be that type of guy. You just yeah. thinking because a nigga decides he wants women that automatically he has them. That's not how it works. Mm-mm. You got to be a mind reader. You got to be uh, good at geography. You got to be able to balance <laughs> your budget. Yeah. You got to dress nice. You got to be clean. You got to be likable. Yep. You got to be patient. You got to be on time. You got to know how to dilly-dally between the truth and kind of lying without being a liar. Yeah. You got to know how to be pe- pleasant and sweet. But not too sweet. But not too sweet. <laughs> not too sweet. Yeah, you got to be nice, but not too nice. This being a man thing, hollering is not easy, ladies. Because if you're too nice, they like, ah, he a simp. He's a simp. <laughs> so there's a fine line. And women don't get that. You don't get it because you're used to getting your way. And that time is over. <laughs> oh God. These gay feminine dudes are going to start knocking women out and trying to take your spot. Saucy Santana had a better Valentine's Day than a whole lot of women. Why did he? Oh, his dude, like. Who was that? Saucy Santana is like, he's a very, like, he writes for a lot of people, a lot of famous rappers and stuff, and he has his own stuff out right now. He's gay? He's super gay. Who does he but write for? he got for? a beard. Nicki Minaj, he's written for, written for Cardi B, <laughs> he's written for everybody. He writes for all and the women. He, 
All, yeah, all the all the That's female it. rappers. Uh, hilarious. It, hey, ladies, check it out. Your favorite rappers, your favorite female rappers, are being used by flamboyantly gay men to if infiltrate your minds. Mm, yeah, true. This is a diabolical plot, ladies. He is writing rhymes that brainwash you into thinking yes. things are are real that are fantasy, so he can come in from the backside and <laughs> dilly dally in your man's uh, back pocket. <laughs> Ain't this the dude that performed at uh the BET Awards or something like that? Yeah, uh, Sarah. He's he's performed. He has a song called Material Girl. He's performing with Madonna. He's like he's like very very popular right now. You gotta respect Saucy. He is diabolical. He has a beard and acrylic nails. Yeah, I'm looking right now. <laughs> he, he got the and wears a waist trainer. <clears throat> he got the full connect right with nails. And his boyfriend look like Future. <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, look at look. That's wild. And he's writing rhymes for women. And that's why <laughs> all these married women who be cooking, cleaning, but the songs be like, I ain't doing none of that. Right. You letting these niggas write it for you. Man. And then they, the funny <laughs> thing is the girl rapper will just say because of entertainment. Right. But the females listening to it think, oh, that's the way I need to be. Right. To get that. That's not, that's not that's how not she got how we, That's not how we operate. And that's not how she got the dude that she's with. You're being, that's entertainment. That's crazy. You're being cooked by the food. Do you know how stupid you have to be to let the food cook you? And that's on Vogue magazine. Could you imagine going to a restaurant and a burger had a chef <laughs> in the skillet? <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening right now. He's putting you together, ladies. Wow. This is equivalent to a white man writing a, a, a hood movie. What? It's, this is the equivalent. This is equivalent to a 89-year-old Jewish man writing Boys in the Hood 2. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, gay men, because, uh, but let's be honest. It says, why kill Nipsey and leave Saucy alive? I Makes think, no sense. But in, the, in this world, it does, though. If you have Nipsey who's talking about hustling and trying to get black people like to learn about buying property and all that, then you got this dude telling women that they don't need no dude. Right. That's the perfect... Because he wants them. Come on, man. And then you tell all these women, leave it. Oh, you don't need no man. Strong, this, that, that, that. And now all these single women, so right. that means there's a lot more niggas out there. And this gay, the gays are like, yes. Man. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I don't think that a lot of people understand code and how valuable that is to getting messages across. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes kindness and a great personality it's just a front. It's just a Trojan horse to get in and execute an agenda. There is a gay agenda. Facts. Oh, yeah. And, you know, at the bo and, and the bottom line is this. If you are not a part of that community, that doesn't mean that you should be blind to it. I need you guys to look up the yeah. pink triangle. Yeah. That's, they out there like this now. The same thing happened in Germany. Look up the pink, the pink triangle. Is that where they, because they were saying, I was reading something the other day that, we're in a society, well, out here at least, that it's pushed. Right. And if it wasn't pushed, because, like, especially as a child, you don't know any, you know, you don't, you you might be confused or whatever, but in a society that they're showing that it's being pushed and okayed. Right. And now you can't even speak on it without being a negative right. or a hater or some type. 
you're going to start leaning in that direction because it's a safe haven. Right. Because now you can't talk about me. Right. You can't say anything about me. And if you do, I can call whatever. It's it's a hate crime. Right. I mean, look. Everybody got to go to jail. You know, at the end of the day, man, every group that is politicized has an agenda. So the gay agenda is not wrong. The black agenda is not wrong. The, the democratic agenda is not wrong. But there is an agenda. They move scientifical and mathematical. Nothing is just happening no. organically. No. This is the information for the pink triangle. Pink triangle is a serious thing. It was used in Germany. It's a tactic. It's a political tactic. You guys need to do your research on it. Go ahead and read, Sarah. Oh, sure. Um, since then, uh, I sometimes wake up howling in the mid- in the middle of the night. For 50 years now, that's, that scene uh, has kept ceasingly passing and repassing through my mind. This is all there's, uh, there's about. I, Pierre Seal, deported homosexual, a memoir of a Nazi terror. Before the Nazi era, Berlin had been home to a vibrant gay and lesbian culture. At the conclusion of World War II, the Allies came into Nazi concentration camps and other sites of atrocity to find thousands upon thousands of people suffering terribly, emaciated, near death, whom the SS had incarcerated because they were Jewish, Roma or Sinti, uh, dissenting Lutheran and Catholic clergy, mentally or physically disabled, homosexuals, political dissidents. The list of groups which offended Adolf Hitler was a long one. While great effort was made uh, to pro- uh, repatriate, <laughs> repatriate most victims of Nazi brutality, the homosexual survivors were not liberated. At the recommendation of British and American lawyers, uh, the men who had been arrested under Germany's anti-homosexual paragraph 175 statue identified by the pink triangles many were forced to wear were to be re-imprisoned. The enforcement of anti-homosexuality laws across the U.S. and Europe meant that many gay survivors of Nazism faced continued persecution, arrest, and detention long after Adolf Hitler was defeated. Wow. So that's the beginning beginning of it. There's way more to it than that. Yeah. That's just a lighthearted version of it. But I don't uh, condone oppressing anybody. But womanhood is politicized as well. You got the feminist movement. Yeah. You know, you have all these organizations fighting for women's rights. When you have a rapper or a woman that's a rapper like a Nicki Minaj or some of these big old, you know, these humongous female rappers, I feel like women should be writing their rhymes. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's yeah. a lot of reasons why. Because, look, at the end of the day, if whoever is your political head, whoever is somebody that everybody has reference for, and whoever some whoever in your community is the person that somebody is listening to, they should be having their message. Their messaging should be controlled by somebody who has a stake in that community. Like, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have a country singer writing my raps. Yeah. Yeah. If I was training for the Olympics as a sprinter, I wouldn't have a boxing coach training me. Correct. I would want somebody that understands the sport, understands the culture behind it, and can help me say things publicly that further my community. Yeah. I wouldn't have a fat bitch 
doing meal prep for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's different things. I mean, you know, but hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not trying to be right. I'm just trying to disseminate some information to make you think a little bit. Ladies, we know who you love. You love Beyonce. You love Nicki Minaj. <laughs> you love all these beautiful pop stars. Who is writing their music? In the male community, amongst men, we care who writes rappers' rhymes. Yep. In the male community, rappers like Drake, who was outstanding, has faced a lot of scrutiny because they say he doesn't write his rhymes. A lot of people won't put Drake as the best rapper in the world because they don't think he writes his rhymes. He writes his rhymes. Why aren't ladies as focused on that as men are? Because the ones that were are not popular. But why don't y'all make them popular? Mm. Who wrote single ladies? Uh, I think a dude did. Yeah, a dude did. And Neo wrote a lot of Beyonce stuff. Yeah. Y'all letting that slide? Do you know how many female writers Beyonce could have hired? Mm. And she hired Neo to write a female anthem? Are you guys crazy? But nobody knocks Beyonce down from her great great greatness status because she didn't she don't write all her songs. But they do it for rappers. They do it for rappers. Now I'm not saying Beyonce is not a pop star and not the new Michael Jackson. I'm 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 a beehiver. I'm a straight beehiver. <laughs> I love you, Beyonce, but I'm just talking about a standard that has to work across the board. You mm-hmm. ladies can't keep throwing men in the garbage and saying we ain't shit and y'all allowing ain't shit stuff to happen in your own communities. You run around here singing a female anthem that was written by a gay man or a straight man. With all these struggling female writers out here, you can't hire one female to write a woman's anthem. To the left left was written by Neo. That's funny, though. They will say, it's not fair for women out here. You're not supporting you. Y'all don't fuck with each other. (laughs) You don't. And you take it out on us. Why don't you do it? Because I'm not supposed to. You're supposed to. You don't have the problem. <laughs> Just like he said in the WNBA, I'm I'm already watching the NBA. You watch the WNBA if you want them to get paid more. So, so do you think that female writers can't write for a man? I think they can, but what I'm saying is this: with this equality thing, and 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 the attack on masculine men that has been going on for the last 10, 15 years with women becoming lesbians because they say men beat on them and disrespected them and they were molested as kids or women saying that there's a, you know, there's a such thing as toxic masculinity or even women shunning masculine men and dealing with more feminine men, you know, with the attack that has been waged on us for the last 10, 15 years, it's time somebody holds you guys accountable. Women are very hypocritical in their stances and they're very uh, evil and diabolical with how they deal with each other. Absolutely. And it's not right. It ain't right, man. Mm. But they, in in essence, they feel fully justified. Majority of women feel fully justified in everything. They let their emotions rule them, and therefore, they think they're right in that moment. And you that always, sucks. Yeah, you always hear women say, "I don't apologize for what I said. I apologize the way I said it." Right. There's no apology, bitch. Y'all treat each other fucked up. It's not right. I guarantee every woman that has an important job is being disrespected on some level, 
mm-hmm. or are triangulated by another female on the job. Mm-hmm. There's somebody at the job waiting till she walks out the room to try to sabotage her leadership role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know what? And I find it funny in the comedy community, they'll go, oh, women f- comedians don't take us out because you're behind, you're backstabbing behind her back. Right. If the club owner come to you and talk about whoop, like, oh, Sarah was so funny, you go, ah, she ain't that funny. I'm only here because of the, the, the. Right, right, right. But you I really want to be with what's her name. But you right. know why that is? Because a lot of them think they're fighting for a certain spot. Like it's only going to be one or it's only going to be two or something like that. So they feel like I'm, I don't have to worry about the guys. I need to worry about these other bitches because I need to be like the token bitch in here. Right. But because see, there's not that many female. Well, there are quite a few female comedians. I don't think a lot of them are friendly, but that's. But what I'm saying is though, but now you're belittling the person that's taking you out. Right. So yeah. you can get the spot. And here's, that's not the way it works <laughs> at all. And then when the word gets back to that comedian, now she's going to shun all women. She's like, all right, huh? I'm done with taking female comedians with me. I'm just going to take males. Let's talk about another thing y'all allow mm-hmm. women to do. Women. Mm-hmm. Women comedians are allowed to be overly sexual. They yep. talk about yeah. their pussies, fucking, sucking dick, being uh, bisexual, all these things that are easy and not even really comedically cool. They're allowed to be lesser of an artist just because they're females. They get very discreet. And that's why I don't think a lot of them funny because I don't find it. Half of the shit don't be funny to me. Especially back in the day, I, a lot of female comedians would be, it was either how men ain't work, men are dogs. Mm-hmm. And sex. I was like, that's all your life consists of? That's all it consists Nothing of. else happened in your entire day that was worth <laughs> talking about. Just niggas just pissing on you all day and you turn down, you you want your pussy ache. Right. That's why I love Cheryl Underwood because she tells stories. She more like a nigga than anything, like yeah. to me on stage. And, she dope. And yeah. women that do that are like working is because they have topics. It's right. not yeah. they might touch on that because it's a thing in life, but just that, come on, man. That's that's ridiculous. It's crazy. And, and and the and the weird thing about it is we we're your backup, and they all want to be hoes too. They stage. all want to be hoes. They all want to <laughs> fuck a bunch of because they think that that's what men do. They just think we'd be out here fucking a bunch of women and being disrespectful and dishonest and lying to women, and that ain't no man shit. Mm-mm. That ain't no man shit. So you mimicking some shit that real men don't even do. Real men ain't lying to no woman or trying to fuck every woman. Well, real men starve they dick. Every woman don't deserve dick from a real a real man. If you ain't starving your dick, you ain't no real nigga. You have no control. You have no control. If you can't control, yeah, that's it starts at if you can't if you can control yourself, if you can't control yourself, you can't control anything. You're not gonna be successful in life. Period point blank. New topic. This <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all getting in good today, okay? I'm just saying I love my ladies. I want you to win, but you know, you don't allow us to help you, and I know why it is, because the general society, the consensus on black men, the undertone is that we don't have no power. So you don't think we're worth listening to unless we're rich or can help you in life. Yep. That's crazy. And then, you know what I'm saying? When I get frustrated with you and try to give you game and we try to give you game, then you say I'm an angry black man. I'm not an angry black man. I'm observing what's going on. I'm you, trying to help you, but you pushing no help away. Right. And you're going to fuss at me when I try to help you in the first place. What? It's a weird, it's a weird situation to be in when you're a black man because physically you're the most gifted athletically. 
<laughs> I mean, physical dominance is something that we were blessed with. Yes. Me, I'm 6'2", 250, and I'm a medium-sized black man. <laughs> There's some large niggas out there. You understand what I'm saying? The high level of intelligence, but we have no economic power base. So now when we say things that are pertinent to survival because our level of survival isn't immaculate enough for you or doesn't allow you the space to have all the comforts you want, now I'm just angry. <laughs> now I'm just angry because I'm saying it loud and I'm, I'm talking loud because I want you to hear me. Oh, that, that makes them hear you less, though. Oh, yeah, now nah, I really can't listen because how you said it was disrespectful. That, that's fights every time. How did I do? Oh, you did it. Oh, why'd you say it like that? You asked me a question. I gave you an answer. You don't like it. Now we fighting over the how I how I presented the answer to you right. that will make you better because you know that I know. Right. And you asked me. I come on, man. I've literally been in that same argument with a female comedian. Not an argument, but we started arguing about the way I presented the answer to her. Right. She didn't like, she couldn't receive it, she said, right. because it was too hard. Right. No, but the and I didn't sugarcoat it first. Sorry, Sarah. She said, yeah, no. I, I got a sugar. She, this is what she told me. If you're going to give me constructive criticism, give me, uh, give me something soft first, like something positive. I said, but you didn't ask me that. No. You didn't ask me what was good about my said. You said, what could I have done better? Right. And no, I told you. And then you got mad at me. And Dang. now we're 15 minutes in about me not being... Uh, soft enough with my answer. <laughs> hey, it's happened to every dude. Every dude that's out here fighting for a dream and trying to make it, it it's no soft experience. I've had a woman tell, tell me I'm too harsh in the way that I come at her. So I know it. I've driven one or two off because they just... They just didn't want they 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 didn't want the message because I just the way I did it. I get it. I make you know we make mistakes, but. Hey, it's still the message. Okay, I, I, I just have to say it. it's a lot of y'all are. First of all, you think that it's more of y'all than it is, okay? Because there's a lot of men out here that they are they're pussies in men clothing, okay? Because right. they're just really they're they're really simps. They really are manipulative. They're but that's, know, what they, they, that, that's what y'all that's what y'all want. Yeah, but but it's like women get used to that, and when they get something real, it's it's an adjustment, and a lot of women that are were stubborn or for were um, used to dealing with a certain type of nigga, you're not gonna change that. You have to move on because they're not gonna change. Trust yeah, you, you you're right. Because look, I'm tired of y'all having a couple babies and then figuring out all. <laughs> you was you, a good dude. You two babies in, and you realizing, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm I don't know how to pick them. I had that come back to me. Hey, how you doing, big head? <laughs> I said, are you single? Yeah, me and my husband got divorced, and and the, 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 oh, how many babies you in now? Four. <laughs> and now you trying to hit me? Nah, I'm good. I knew it right when she hit me. I ain't talking to this broad in years. Cause they be thinking, on, them, man, they be thinking them dudes that work for the city and drive Harleys <laughs> it, that that's gonna make life easier. <laughs> Your nigga with an L.A. city job and a low rider and a Harley. Now you want to listen to him until you until that five grand a month he bringing in. 
<laughs> it, it ain't five grand after taxes. Yeah. Exactly. It's thirty eight hundred. Your house notes twenty five hundred. And you got all these kids you gotta feed. You, you got two car notes, the minivan, and he got a, and he got a Tahoe. <laughs> now we have now we have four grand. And you thirty eight hundred after taxes. You negative twenty eight hundred. Now you gotta drive Uber in the weekends instead of being able to go out with your homegirls. Yeah. <laughs> now you've been brainwashing to thinking these Mexico and Tulum trips is gonna make you feel better about yourself when you already made a fucked up decision that's gonna haunt you. For the rest of your life, I'm living my truth. <laughs> yeah, you that ain't shit. living your truth. This shit is horrible, man. I love when they do that. They cut their. Why is that? They they, they cut the hair. I'm oh. going through it. I gotta cut my hair. Why? The hair goes short. The hair gets short. Always. Oh yeah. Right. It's the hair gotta go. Why is the hair gotta go? You know, when my kids oh. get grown, it's gonna change. No, it ain't gonna change. No, they be thinking it's more like when locks. You know how when you cut locks, a lot of people think you're. It's more of a spiritual thing. That's why a lot of people shave their Not just the locks, though. I see everything. Every time I see a woman that's going through something, she the hair got to go. It's a new hair, new me. Vacation ain't changed. <laughs> vacation is escapism, ladies. Yeah. It's the hair. It's a vacation. And then, okay, I'm ready to do this. What? Now you're just a bald head abroad on vacation. <laughs> and bald heads don't go for everybody And they get the bald head because they want the attention From the men at the barbershop Oh exactly <laughs> we, know why you have, we know why you got a fade Because you got a big booty And you want to feel good about yourself So you want to be at the barbershop and, and feel men looking at you And get them free haircuts Yes sir Yep. That's the only reason you got a bald head And then they end up with the stud that be cutting hair Now you're getting cut by the stud <laughs> And she ain't seen her kids in two, three years. <laughs> <laughs> and she's supposed to be good to your kids. And she's supposed to be good. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's great. We figured you out, ladies. You had us duped in the 90s. Because men didn't think lesbianism was real. Yeah, they did. We didn't think yeah. it was a real thing. Don't you remember when women would go on Jerry Springer and tell their dudes they had a girlfriend and be embarrassed? Yeah. It was I a phase. It, back then it was just a phase. You thought it was ah she, she's going through something. Yeah, it I used to be that. it used to be a way to embarrass your man. That's funny. That is so true. It used to be a way to embarrass us. You guys have done it so much. Now it don't even mean nothing. The shock is taken out of it. I'm leaving you for another woman. Okay. All right, cool. Good luck with that. Escapism is the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities, especially by seeking entertainment or engaging in fantasy. Yep. Cut the hair. Go on vacation. Try to get some vacation dick. Don't count it on your body count because it's a vacation dick, so she don't really got to count that and think that's going to change everything. Oh, I I remember when, when, I, when I was dating girls, like, it was just such a struggle and it was so confusing during that time because I was I was feminine in the daytime. I was trying to be half soft studish at night, emceeing clubs. And it was just like I used to love doing plays because of the escapism. I could be somebody else for an hour and a half. Hey, you got to start asking yourself more wise, ladies. Mm -hmm. And if you got homegirls that ain't asking you more wise and they just letting you be weak and do stuff that uh, lacks accountability, it's your fault when it fails in the end. Ooh. Your home, your your homegirl should be asking you why you're dating a stud. At least ten wise. Go ten wise deep. If you can't go ten solid wise deep and have ten solid answers to why, why, well, why, well, why, well, why'd you do that? Why, why? Two, and they're gonna win. It's different just because they're gonna find new friends. It's different. Oh yeah. 
you don't understand me. Because if you if you why a woman, <laughs> there was this thing that uh, this, he asked this lady, is it okay for your man to like other women's uh, pictures on Instagram in bikinis? Absolutely not. Do you po- Then they said, do you post pictures in bikinis? She said, I do. So why is that okay? She goes, um, uh, well, it's just different. <laughs> and that was only one why in. Right. Why is it different? <laughs> one. <laughs> you can't, if you can't answer it, you, that, come on, man. I'm, I'm trying to save you. She literally, her answer was, I'm a woman. He's a man. It's just different. It's just different. It's just different. <laughs> it's not different. I'm trying to save you, ladies. I'm telling you, I love you. I really do love you. I, I, want, I want you to win. You ever been in a, a locker room, ladies? I'm not talking about standing out of a locker room waiting to be chose. I'm talking about being in a <laughs> locker room while a coach is giving a speech. Oh, man. Yes. It ain't pretty. No. The motivational speech that we get? Oh, it ain't pretty. No. But it works. But it works. Mm-hmm. It absolutely works. Life is a team sport. Sometimes you need a coach that's going to yell at you to motivate you, to get you to see that it ain't working. And being yelled at is not always something negative. No. Not at all. No, but a lot of people that um when you yell at them, they only see the finger pointing at them. They don't they're so focused on the finger they don't hear you. You know, sometimes you you you're staring at something so long it's so hard you can't hear stuff. Have you ever had that happen? To of you? course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people, a lot of women get. It's like, woe is me instead of it's like that whole damsel in distress bullshit. Right. And you need more of it in your life so you understand how to sift through the rubble. But it needs to come sooner so that they know how to deal with it. It's right. hard to change when you've been pampered so Yeah. Like right. We've been getting yelled at our whole from life. The beginning. Punched on, yelled at. I had a coach tell me one time, is this all you want to be? Right. Oh, damn. Because it ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> so are you either going to do it like this and get better, or you're going to be a, a, a raggedy, rag, nothing. Right. So I changed. Hey, I you, got better. <laughs> you have to because your limits hurt. It's uncomfortable when you start reaching your limits. Sometimes you can't breathe. Your side hurts. You feel like you're going to pass out. You might throw up. You might oh, start yeah. cramping up. It may not be no water, and you got five more miles to get to the finish line, and you really want water, but it's no more water, so you got to finish this five-mile run with no water. Mm. Sometimes you may have to uh, you may, you have, you may have, you may have to run on the track with no track spikes. You in regular shoes. Sometimes yep. you may have to run a race that you know you can't win. Yep. You know what's so crazy? My dad, when I was at, I, I think I was like 10 years old, I thought I was, the, I was the man. I was getting all these all-star selections and everything. So the next year, he purposefully put me on an older squad and the worst team possible. Right. He said, oh, you're going to learn. Yeah. I needed to be humbled. We lost every single game. <laughs> One, I was playing up yeah. two, three years, right. and he put me on the worst team. <laughs> <laughs> but my- it made me a better competitor. Like, I would get mad at them as the younger player. Because we be at practice, they want to. We playing soccer, they want to play flag football at practice. Right, right. We not here to play. Yeah, y- y'all okay with losing? <laughs> and it made me a better leader. It made me. It made me a better athlete too in that sport. Like, nah, man. I can I ask a question? What would be the best piece of advice? The most important piece of advice you would give to a woman if you knew that she would actually apply it to her life? Be a part of something bigger than yourself. Mm. They try to get it in church, but that's a fa- that's a farce. That's a false positive. Yeah, be a part of something bigger than you. Mm. And be I would say also to be to add on to that same thing is just be open 
to criticism, no matter how it's given to you. Right. Because you can always learn from somebody that's telling you something. And you can't really base happiness on anything but you. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you no expect material. somebody to do more for you than you could do for yourself, you're setting yourself up for failure. Wow. And I'm talking about 99% of the time. And don't, if you set a goal and you don't reach it, it's, you're not a failure. I've seen so many women right. go, I thought I was going to be married by 28 and now uh, 28 and I'm not right, married. Right, I'm gonna right. get. It's not over. Yeah. You just didn't reach that goal. There, there was, come on, man. Like yeah. what else is going on in your life? Is there anything else good? Yeah, but this can't be good because I'm not married. But that is, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't equate anything. It's something you cannot control. No, it don't matter. Even if it, you can only control what you control. You set goals, you go for, for them. You're not going to reach them all. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to keep going though. My athletic director used to say, shoot for the moon. If you fall short, you fall amongst the stars. I thought that was huge. Right. Because we set these, like, I want to get a C. If you, okay, you shoot out to get a C, you're going to get a D. Right. Mm -hmm. Shoot high. Why why say I want to make $100 this week? Like, Mm -hmm. that's dumb. You go high (laughs) because once you fall short. $100. Whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? That's why there's so many mistresses out here. Mistresses? Real spick. Because you got to be a hell of a woman to be a real wife or a real girlfriend to somebody it comes with a lot it comes with a lot so most women would rather be uh just fucked on and left alone and get little small victories that's why they fuck their trainers or their preachers or their bosses at work that they know are married and have spouses Mm. they get them small victories because there's no pressure being the other woman yep that's why i feel some type of way like i don't know how y'all feel about uh your woman having a male trainer or being too close to her pastor I'm not with the male trainer shit. Me neither. I I'm was not a trainer, with so I know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we know. We know, we know. And if you, you're, you're, you're too close and you want to be close with your pastor like that, I'm not okay with that. I had a chick that I liked. It. I wouldn't let her know where I, she never came to my house. She, she came once, but I wouldn't let her come after that. I just would go to her house because, look, you didn't have a trainer, same trainer, a dude for a decade. Wow. No, nah, you're I, in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you love the holidays. You, you love this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I still have I still have clients that I haven't trained in years hit me up random times and I just hey how you doing I'm just yeah. I just want to say hi and thank you for for so what we did 15 years ago yeah you love this nigga yes and there's I, no way and I know it so nigga you can't you can't get all the way in even no matter how much I care about you I, I should I should not I should meet this nigga immediately. <laughs> I should meet him never because he's not going to be he shouldn't be your trainer right right I mean th- that <laughs> no, long no, is crazy but I'm just you know I'm just saying most women are comfortable with that because there's too much inca- accountability and being the main chick but isn't she isn't he keeping her in shape that's the reason why you were attracted to her say it again like isn't he the reason why she's like in shape which no. is the reason why you're attracted so to her so you think at, that at, another man training my woman <laughs> To be what he likes is the reason I'm attracted to her, and and the fact that she's go- <laughs> so he's gonna get that credit I'm too. A, I'm a devil's advocate right there. No, that's the same thing. No, he's not keeping her. He's keeping her to what he wants. Exactly. Wait. So, what is the number one identifier that that you would say of TV a man? Went TV went off. Of, okay. What's the number one identifier that a woman should look for in a real man? Okay. So let let, let me clarify something that I've been making a st- mistake in saying all men are real men. Right, mm-hmm. I'm physically here. I'm real. I'm a man. Yes. Um, what separates us is mentality. So what makes I feel like what a woman should look for in a man is somebody that has a forgiving heart, but is actually stern 
and willing to let her know about herself when she needs to be checked. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know. if Because <laughs> you might not want it, but you also don't want the simp. Right. When you talk to certain women, a lot of women will go, yo, I, I test them. Like the women that are aware, they'll go, yeah, I test every single man. I mean, they all do, but the knowledge woman will go, yeah. And if you, uh, she'll tell you, I've talked to a lot of women that go, if you allow me to take that inch, I know eventually it's not going to work out because I'm going to keep going and going and going right. over you. I'm going to run over you. Yeah. I need to be put into my place. And that's why the women that do, you can see it in their eyes. When you check them, they kind of go like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like you do. You want a solid dude. I don't care what you say. You do. Like was your dad, a, if you know your dad, was he a solid man? Right. You didn't run over, you know what I mean? Your mom didn't run over him. But you know what's crazy about that is like, okay, I get that initially. But them other cultures don't go through that. No. Once you start fucking a motherfucker, you're living with him and doing shit together, all those games should be done. Yeah, like why do you have to, like once a month, you got to keep doing that. It's, it, it's actually irritating. It's very irritating because she's oversexed and she's looking for a reason to fuck with somebody else she may be interested in and ahead. she's bored. So just go ahead and do that. But yeah. don't test me and be like, oh, you you just let. No, nah, I didn't just let you. That's the accountability thing we're talking about. I just, I didn't feel like fighting. I don't feel like doing that all the time. Hey, I'm like, don't be around me trying to fight me. Don't be, don't be my friend of me. And then was the, the funny thing, when you said that, bored. I hear so many ways I'm bored. That's one of the number one size, signs of narcissism is boredom. That's, that drives me crazy. But, I'm bored. Yeah. Well, then do something. They want to be entertained. I'm not entertainment. I'm not, I, yeah. I'm a weapon, woman. Would you play with a gun? Would you put a gun in your mouth and suck on it and, and <laughs> throw it in the air and treat it like a Frisbee? A man is a weapon. It's a means of protection. You don't play with no man. And you don't play with another woman's man. And that's why I love, like, when, <laughs> like when, I, when I see little women, I see a bunch of women that have boys that have their sons. Right. Stop. They're always trying to, like, control these little boys. I said, listen, they're going... Us fighting as kids, we're not mad at each other. Right. As a kid, we and you can fight all day. That's just the way we interact. Right. But like you said, that is a, we're growing. We're growing as protectors. Right. That's who that little man is going to be when he gets older. So you have to allow that to happen. And you're right. Why would you want to play with your protection like that? And be uh, 404, whatever that shit says, I agree. Black man's nature is peaceful, not trying to be arguing with your ass all the time. That's for real. And that's, and that, that's not letting something. That's just, you know what, I want to deal with my peace. I'd rather just let it slide. Then. Yeah, because when somebody is constantly trying to argue, they're trying to devalue you. They're looking for errors in your perceptions or things that makes them justify feeling being superior to you in their head. So they keep starting arguments because they need things to justify doing foul shit like going back on their word yep. or, or not keeping to what, you know, like, you know, because a lot of promises are made when couples get together. Yep. I love you. I want to be with you. You're somebody I can see myself with. Then a dude that looks a little bit better than you with a little bit better car and a little bit is in a little bit better shape comes along. And now they need a reason to the escapism to get away from you so they can get to what they want. Then they start yep. fucking the other dude and it ain't what they thought it was and they want to come back. I don't do the comeback. I don't do the comeback. No, I don't do the comeback. Yeah. We know what it is, ladies. When you do that, I, I I don't think you you give I don't think you give us enough credit. Men talk to each other. <laughs> Those know. ain't Craig facts, Zen master. That's how nothing 
people operate. Somebody said seven bitches. Yeah, seven bitches. I've been left by some women. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. We all have. Nah, that nigga out here just winning. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't never you been crazy. <laughs> Any dude doing it his way is going to leave. Every woman ain't going to bow to your will. Some people don't believe in what you got going on. That's not a bad thing. Nope. And you know what I'm saying? It's all good. Especially where we at. There's a dude right around the corner that make $2,000 more than you. Hey, man, we in the most competitive market for bad women in the world. Yep. And rich niggas. I'm telling you, they everywhere. We get it. But you forget something, ladies. Them be our homeboys. Men talk. We know him. We know the dude. And the cold thing about it is you guys think you know what alpha male is. You yep. know what a dominant man is because you think because you feel because he's dominant around you that that makes him one of us. No. Yeah. An alpha male is assessed by his alphaness amongst other men. If you haven't seen your man function amongst other men and see the respect levels he has from other men, you don't know what you got. You just got a dude that make a little bit of bread. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you got till you see him around other men, other men, period. Facts. Why you think studs don't like hanging with niggas like that they ain't related to? Yeah. Because it pulls the it pulls the veil off. Yup. Ain't no dominant woman man amongst men. And it ain't a diss, but studs hang with studs because if they hang with real men, it ain't Halloween no more. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Y'all like holidays. That's why. <laughs> they do. <laughs> ain't no holidays in the world of men. We live in reality at all times. Well, women are more special event people. And all my studs, please cooperate this with me, man. All the studs. I love y'all. But y'all got to stop letting these uh, ain't-ish women escape to y'all. Because it ain't right for you. Every stud should go to a man and have a man vet the woman she's messing with before they get together. Studs be funny, though. It'd be funny. You could just say hello to her chick. She ready to... She hey. ready to get knocked out, not <laughs> fight. You, you, <laughs> every single time. I was walking at this girl. I was at the store one time, and I was like, hey, do these pants look cool? Random chick. And it, it, the stud must have been in the fitting room. <laughs> she came running out. What you need? <laughs> Little bitty stud, too. I was just laughing. I was like, all right, bro. All right. And you know how I piss them off? Hit them, hit them with the ma'am. All right, ma'am. I'm going to get out of joy. Don't call me that. <laughs> Could you ma imagine being a Roman soldier and you in a battalion of soldiers and all of them is studs but you? That wow. I I'm not going to that war. No. I'm not for fighting what? for Rome and that army got 100,000 men and we got uh, 25,000 men and 75,000 studs. <laughs> I'm not going to slaughter. It's not happening. We lose it. The other side would put their swords down. They'd just be on the battlefield taking swords from bitches. Uh, and she gonna be there. What, you, what you gonna do with that sword now? You gonna have seventy five thousand rapes. The oh, difference man. between us is real. It's not fake. That don't mean it's less. Um, that don't mean we. Um, that don't mean that we're. Uh, you know, I mean we are greater when it comes to physical strength. But you gotta really just you know kind of focus on your strengths, not try to mimic somebody else's strengths. That's the. I don't understand why we all want to be the same. Difference is good. It's great. 
It's fantastic. We wouldn't be here without differences. You need man. You need like I just can't stand it. Everybody wants to. We all need to be one. No, we need to be different. It's okay. It's okay. Stop trying to be me. Wouldn't that trip you out if you seen a herd of lions being chased by buffaloes, being hunted by buffaloes? Hmm? If you saw a herd of lions being hunted. What if you saw a herd of male lions running from the female lions? Female lions. Okay, that's a good one, too. Or what if you saw a deer what, female lions are hunting a, a wolf? Yes. So the wolf is running, the deer is chasing it. What if you saw a rabbit hunting a coyote? <laughs> I would just be like, hey, does that coyote know he's a coyote? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You got to know your role. But at the same time, even that possibly could happen due to strategy. A lot of time, physicality can be outweighed by, by intelligence. I agree, but you have to understand what you're equipped with. Mm. The reason that you don't see deer chasing lions or deer chasing a, a deer chasing a wolf is because they don't have the equipment to execute. That's just like this mm-hmm. white lady was arguing with this dude about a transgender woman that boxes should be able to fight Floyd Mayweather. That's crazy. What? Same way, class. I said she would get dog walked around that ring. Let me tell you something. Floyd Mayweather would be twenty thousand and oh. <laughs> he could fight a fight every twenty minutes. He would not even get hit until he was seventy. No, but it's also to paint him as to paint him as an abuser because automatically when she get her ass beat, she gonna be a woman. Well, you caught on, Orion. That's my point. Is that society is hunting real men? That was my point in the beginning of yes. the whole rant. Is that real men, masculine men, have been under attack, and the attack is being perpetuated and assisted. By the ones that are supposed to love us. Yes. Which are which are the women. Because they don't, like, you can't start no positive community community mm-hmm. without, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> without male, dominant males. You just can't. There's no peace without dominant males. Peace is, we kill for peace. We war for peace. There is no peace without war. Is that aggression, though? It's not aggression. You have to be able to match the energy of whatever's opposing you. Mm, Okay. You understand what I'm telling you? Yeah. That's what it. That's what it is. You got to be able to match that energy. It has. And and we look. I was. I didn't have no choice in being a more dominant uh, human than a woman physically. I didn't say, "Hey, I want to be a man." I could have been born a woman, and I would have been on the other side of the spectrum. I just accepted my role. Hmm. If we somewhere, Lara, uh, I was about to call her Lara, Sarah, <laughs> uh-huh. you don't have to do no masculine shit. Nah. If a nigga out there tripping, what would you, what would you think of me if I sent you out there to fight a nigga? I've, I've fought niggas before. I know, but when I was saying he sent you. I said, nah, you got that, you equal. Going out there, that nigga tripping, I don't want no parts of it. Like right now, no, somebody <laughs> come in here acting crazy, we ran behind Sarah. Get him, Sarah. Right. Sit him. Man. Because we equals. Look what happened when I'm nah, going away. Man. Niggas in my studio tripping. They wasn't doing that when I was here. Not what, at all. What happened? I'll tell you later. All right. Because there's consequences while I'm here. Oh, I mean, see, that's I mean a- your physical presence. I mean, people may, I mean, they're on TV. They don't know. But you're actually a solid ass nigga. Like, not only like spiritually, but like physically. But regardless of you're, that. that, that Wizard Glick, if you know me or you've met me or when you meet me, just repeat what you said. <laughs> 
I just think that's a foul move on anybody's part to I'm going to act up when he's not here. Right. Mm-hmm. That shows a lot of your character to me personally. I had a friend here acting up last week when he left. He said he was going to break everything in this motherfucker. He ain't uh, never spoke like that while I was here. Yeah, that's crazy. Because that, yeah, that that that's a weakness. That's right. A weakness. That's that. Yeah, that's. I don't even. <laughs> I got a lot of thoughts on that process. How I mean, I feel about it, you, you know, as a man, I feel about you if you do something like that. Because if you're if okay, fine. You want to break everything? Do it here when he's still here. Then right. Say it to his if, face. If you if you real about it, that's that. Then I'll be like, okay, I can. Re- I re- it might be wrong, but I respect you because you still did it right here, right now to his face. But if someone get, opens up their doors to you and you act accordingly, and then Crazy. when they leave, and now you're gonna go, I run this, or I'm gonna, I don't like this, like this, so I'm gonna right. change. Like that's a weak, that's weakness. It's weakness me. when somebody, that's a beta. When somebody who try, who somebody is trying to help you, and somebody loves you. And you take the kindness for weakness. Yes. Like, why would you put yourself in a position to lose some somebody that cares about you? Yeah. Over jealousy or misinformation? Because people think they forget that. That's like if we go on the road together, right? You're right. the headliner. I feel like I'm funnier, so I should be the headliner. Right. So I start doing stuff to sabotage you instead of just appreciating the. Oh, that's horrible. The the. It happens all the time. Yo, this industry is full of weirdos, man. Appreciating wow. the fact that we out here making money, making moves in a good way. And let me, instead of just not just sitting there and enjoying it, why don't you help out? Be an asset somehow. Like I could be like, hey, Craig, I noticed that you don't sell no product after the show. You could capitalize so right. much more if you did whoop de whoop this, this, Yeah, next. man, yeah. And the weirdos are just crazy, man. They team up to try to destroy you. Because they, in their heart, they know they're not enough. That ain't my battle that you don't feel like you, you're enough. It's not mine at all. I, some people I believe in more than them. And me believing in them, they want to destroy me for my belief in them. And then, you know what, too? You can't push your, you can't push your beliefs of somebody on them, I realize. That yeah. will push y'all apart. Yeah. Because you're, you're making me drive harder than what I feel comfortable with. And so now, instead of just doing it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, because I was raised in this feminine community right i'm going to either try to sabotage you or separate us instead of just being like growing up how the the uh, as a masculine male i've always been told do better and they didn't sugarcoat it Deshaun, i wish you could please do better no right do better or get smacked in the face and, and the weird thing about the folks that operate like that because it's multiple people is they want to be able to throw shots and mm-hmm. say whatever they want to say and do all this crazy uh, you know, because then they say they're a real one, right? Mm-hmm. All this self hatred—they just want you to sit there and watch them kill themselves. And then, and then when they break down, they want to—you know—they want to get weak and say, "Don't nobody care about them. Ain't nobody helping me." I, nah, man, I done helped a lot of niggas. That's just over with, bro. I help niggas that wouldn't help me. Man, that's just over with, bro. If you're not bringing something to the table besides yourself, you got to get the fuck away from me. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, man, if if you put your talent on the scale and it only weighs something to you, it ain't talent. Mm. It's ego. It's ego. What was the, uh, I know it's off top, but I, I was wondering this when I was watching your interview the other day. What was one of the best things that you took away from this weekend being at the Super Bowl? 
man, the, what I took away from this weekend at the Super Bowl is is that you could do the right thing, be a good person, and s- succeed in life. It's not a farce. In entertainment, people, we, we, it's such a cutthroat business. Niggas is always looking for an up and an edge on the, on the next nigga, and they're looking for these weird-ass psychological edges to, you know, they, it's just it, what, what, what we're trying to prove is something that's not real. Mm-hmm. Like, your belief in self is a great thing, but it's only real to you. You feel what I'm saying? We want it to be real to everybody, and so we do things because we don't want to feel like we crazy. But in reality, what you should be driven by is your ability to create. You should be positioning yourself to be able to create whatever it is you want. But niggas get into competition because they'll, you know, they throw one stake in the backyard and it's 19 pit bulls. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? You ain't thinking about how to escape and get your own backyard. You just back there fighting with other pit bulls for one piece of steak. They need to run the hit it up music behind this. Hey, man, run it. What happened? You know, well, you know, I mean, I'm a big nigga, so I always got to let niggas slide. I let niggas slide 99% of the time, and I ain't tripping. You just got to keep your distance from certain types of folks. That's all it is, man. I was having this conversation. Do you, I, so there was there there was they were saying somewhere I forget where, but if two dudes get into it, let's say there's a cop around and they both go, "Hey, we gonna do this." We sign off. Me and you sign off on the cop. Cool. They're allowed to get down right there. Right. And I was like, you know how if it was allowed, like no sneaking, just straight up allowed to go hands with somebody. Right. Do you know how many people would calm down with all this talking and running their mouth and (laughs) it would would change a lot of things. If you was if you you had to be held accountable for your it's like that in Washington on site on site. Like you have to be held accountable. for You ever been to Washington State? that's what I, I don't. That's the thing where I read it at. Yeah, so, mutual combat. So I can come in here, right? Craig not here. I come in here. I start snatching the the cameras off and everything. Now we know who did it. I did it. But when I see him, I'm like, oh, no, no. He's like, no, nah, we we got it on tape. So now we have to do this. It's legal, right? I promise you, a lot of things would change. A lot of people will start moving different ways. Yeah, Washington is like that. They it's would called, be more. It's called humble. mutual combat. If we yes. got an issue, we can go find a police officer and say we got an issue we want to resolve physically. The police will sit right there and watch you fight. Yes. And when the fight is over, they'll break it up and you can go on your you way. Go home. No charges pressed. No none of Why that. Why you got to call the cops? Why you got? What well, do you got to do it in front of law enforcement it's so like, it don't get carried away? It's like a mediator. So nobody dies. Right. Yes. They, they and, and the reason I learned about it, Blaze had did some research and I knew about this but Blaze had brought it up at our at our Seattle show I forget the dude's name if y'all know his name please put it put it in the comments there was a dude who was a real life black superhero in Washington he was a UFC fighter mm-hmm. wow. he used to put on a, a superhero costume I think his name was something Phoenix something Phoenix look it up Sarah he okay. put on a costume he would go around bad neighborhoods and beat up drug dealers and take their drugs and call the police to come get the drugs and shit <laughs> And he eventually like a, a vigilante. Yes, but he used to wear. He had a costume <laughs> made, but he eventually ended up getting hooked on drugs That's and selling drugs. No, he ended up selling drugs, and he got caught selling them. Please, I think it's something Phoenix. What's Nobody his first never name? Never paid Superman. You ever seen Superman pick up a check? <laughs> hey. yeah, if you need a check, you ain't no Superman. <laughs> right. That's why oh, I got it right why here. He selling drugs. His name was Phoenix Jones. Phoenix Jones. Oh. See, bring I, up, a, bring up a picture of Phoenix so y'all can see him. But yeah, no, I had heard about the fisticuffs, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot where it was at though. But I just noticed that you would change the way you walk. Yeah. If you knew you had to be 
Like, we about to get at it. We about to get down right now. What y'all got to realize in entertainment, too, me, man, I've been in this shit since 2001, right? That's him right there. That's him. So you know he about to put hands on you. <laughs> you would have like, man, all you that. Too much, man. All, all that. Too much. I used to do this, did, 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 and this, you know, they big wolf. And when women around, stops. Because she could go, oh, but he's right there. Don't hate on people to who you think is the plug. Mm. Because a lot of times when people are status driven, they'll call the plug if there's somebody that's getting to some money they think they deserve. And they'll say shit. But what y'all niggas be forgetting is you don't know who knows who. Yeah. You don't know what type of relationship people have with people. You don't know the person you may be pitting yourself against or, or, or assessing yourself against. You don't know nothing. You don't know what they've done. This could be their cousin. The person that you think is the plug could owe them money. The plug could buy uh, be a dope head and be buying dope from the person you hating on. That could be their brother-in-law. Like sometimes people get so uh, consumed with jealousy and competing that they forget to weigh everything and they just see what they want. And it's, it's, it's not a good thing because you can, you don't know who's next. Mm. You don't know who's next. I know you think, you know, cause you do a lot of hanging out and lying and, 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 uh, you know, false flagging with people you don't fuck with like that, but you do not know who's next. Treat everybody with the same respect and just put your motherfucking work into your craft and get better. That's all you should be focused on. We're going to open up the phone lines. Oh, you want to do, do phone or you want to Discord? Discord. Gotcha. Okay, give me one second. I've been doing. We're just it. talking strategy, man. As hoopers, it's all about strategy, man. Yeah. You know, when you hoop, you 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 know, real hoopers know you can't look at somebody and 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 you can kind of tell who's a who's a hog, mm-hmm. but it ain't an across the board thing. Just because a nigga bowed leg and is six six, don't mean he's jumping out the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you feel right. what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be a nigga that walk in the gym, bro. That that's five eight. That can leap. With a 58-inch vertical and crazy game. And shoot that bitch. And shoot that bitch. And you and, and here you are thinking because the 6'6 pigeon-toed nigga <laughs> with, the, with the J's on. With terrible hands. <laughs> <laughs> but he got the look, though. He got the look. <laughs> it looked like Kobe all day. Nigga can't catch a cold. But it's Bo Outlaw skill-wise. I went to school with a dude like that. Look the part. <clears throat> I mean, the form, Nice. Make nothing. Couldn't right. do nothing. <laughs> he looked like he was fast. He looked like he jumped. This dude was trying. I I used to but part he of my looked, outfit. No, I was hooping in part of my outfit. Hey, they said <laughs> Kev Tate need to turn down the heat on his dryer. <laughs> what y'all saying? It's just small, nigga. Craig, oh, can, can I ask you a question? I, I got to go. Craig, oh, oh, can I ask you a question? You want to so I'll be right there. Uh, okay, you got to pick this What you said? question? Go ahead. Do you think that... Um, the motive behind you treating uh, people, treating people like they want to be treated and stuff like that, because you don't know uh, if that person is going to, you don't have to encounter that person later on in life. Or do you think that it's better to um, treat people like you want to be treated because it's just the right thing to do? It's the right thing to do. But when people don't, I think it's based on a false sense of superiority. Mm-hmm. So they think they are better than you. So they treat you like collateral damage because they don't think you are worth nothing. Yeah. They think that they've assessed you and figured out, oh, he don't know nobody. This nigga ain't shit. So I could 
doing say what I want around this nigga. Or I can say what I want about the nigga and he ain't around. He ain't going to do shit. Mm. And some people can't see. Like you said, some people can't even see, you know, they people... Like you said, it's an ego thing. People will treat you bad and shit, not even, don't even know who they fucking with. Right. Them. You know what I mean? Don't even know the capabilities, what this person is even about. Like you say, you never know who gonna motherfucking quote unquote make it or be next. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And motherfuckers will treat you wrong just because they can't see no further than right now. Right. You know, they figure I can get over this quick move right here, this quick move right here, and I'll be on to the next. Especially in this business out here, everything is in the same pot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So motherfuckers will fuck over you, man, just thinking, you know, short term. Drop a God, God, God prop, man. We want to see them God, God, guys. I know a black woman who's who's pretty powerful in the business, and she don't look the part, I guess. And, I, you know, I've been places with her, and I see her get disrespected and looked over because people think it's supposed to be a certain type mm -hmm. that has the power. And I've seen people fuck themselves with her, thinking that, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's got to be a certain type of motherfucker. Oh, that had conversations with her? Right, just just disregarding her or, or just, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, that make me feel for it because I'm like, people are fucking ignorant, dog. Yeah. When it comes to shit, they, they want whatever is in their head to be the reality. Mm. They think it's supposed to be, uh, you know, Puff Daddy looking motherfucker making all the decisions. A Puff Daddy? <laughs> a Suge Knight type motherfucker making all the decisions. Because they've been watching this TV for all these years, and they just brainwashed into thinking that, you know, everybody is just, you know, diabolical cigar-smoking motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And that, that ain't how power works, man. Yeah. Kev left with a pipe to a to dig to a dig site because uh, he needs rocks to be— Okay, I don't know what the fuck he talking about. Craig's superhero yeah, name is uh, Sinus Man. That's funny. I'm just venting, man. I, I was motherfucking Phoenix, nigga. Oh, it was cool, man. I met a whole bunch of I got to talk to Joe Montana. Shit. Interview him a little bit. I got to talk to Tim Brown. I saw you do some roast with some motherfuckers. Yeah, and I was shit. roasting with some NFL cats, man. I got some couple in a uh, couple shows shot with it was cool, bro. Nigga, where you find Joe Montana at? Fuck all that. Man, so Radio <laughs> Row, man. Radio Row. Radio Row is 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 the week of press leading up to the Super Bowl. They have it for every major sporting event. You got to get to Radio Row if you work in media. If you're a comedian, you got to find your way to shit like that because that's where all the decision makers are. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I met so many powerful people on Radio Row. Anybody that got some bread is going to be trying to associate with the NFL or the NBA or any of the major sporting events. So, you know, you there with all the top podcasts, all the top uh, radio people. Damn. You know, you just meet motherfuckers, man. I shit uh, right there with Dion. Dion's a real star. Dion Sanders. He's just a star, period. Yeah, he just, you know, some niggas is just, <laughs> Dion is just that nigga. Did you speak to him? I said hello, he said hello, but I didn't get to interview him. You know, you Crowd. can't just interview Dion. Their whole week is planned out by their publicists and their management. Yeah. So what you do is you still interviews while you're there. Somebody walking from one table to the, hey, Dion, let me get a couple questions, you know? Yeah, shit like that shit. You was in the mix, though. I met everybody on the, on the, on the cards that we collected growing up, nigga. Did you, did you, uh, were you surprised by people that knew you? Yeah, I didn't know all them NFL cats knew me like that. What? Ah, that's had to be oh, cool, right? Oh, it was the dopest. It was the dopest. That was cool. <laughs> but uh, the generate. Which, huh? which one shocked you the most? Yeah. Uh, who shocked me the most? I would probably say um, Golston. I forget his name. Will Golston. The linebacker? Not nah, uh, Golston. He used to play tackle for Seattle. Shit, was, you know positions like that. Yeah. Oh wait. Because I saw you do the um, 
Yes. Was it the backyard roast? Yeah, yeah. I had a bunch of cats there. Yes. Um, Tua, the, uh, is that how you say his yeah, name? Yeah, Tua from uh, Miami, the quarterback. Yeah, he was getting interviewed. Oh shit, Craig Smith, man, and, you know what? Tua then, knew uh, you? Yeah, they oh, know yes. you, man. If you're creating Come content, on. they watch this shit. Yeah. I didn't really realize it. It really, hell yeah. You That's know, Deshaun Ghosting, yeah, huh? That's they awesome. generation though. Too. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they under thirty and you go viral, they know who you are. That's awesome. Nate Burleson for sure. Yeah, Nate Burleson's tapped in though. Nate Burleson is really he one of them niggas that made it. And when you meet him, like, oh, this motherfucker just like me. <laughs> Me and that nigga roasted for ten minutes. That's hard. are you serious? Yeah, we roasted for ten minutes. It's on film. Yeah, no, nah, that was dope, dog. You put yourself in the mix out there and shit. Hey, man, you got to put yourself in the mix. It'll put shit in in, in the right perspective because this comedy shit sometimes, nigga, we be on the front lines, nigga. Sometimes we just be in war mode and shit, man. So it kind of took the edge off a little bit, but. But shout but, out to you though. We're very proud of you, Craig. Oh, like, appreciate you're, you're, it. You're so dope. Like, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, it was good for them, other people to get to see you in your atmosphere and know that you're a real person too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was cool. And you know what surprised me is that I was bigger than a lot of them cats. Like, I didn't lose <laughs> yeah. some weight. No, I met Tackle some cats. Tackle one of these niggas yeah, around. Yeah, like, hold on, nigga. I should play more football. Shit, I remember nigga. I met Antoine, Antoine Randall in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And yeah. I remember he's talking. I was like, Nigga, I'm bigger than you. <laughs> but then you, you gotta think bigger? they strong in the mug though, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's not. Oh, they're not that big. Size of a football player in the league, like yeah, yeah. nowadays, you gotta understand these things. Nineteen, twenty. These mm-hmm. receivers is five eight, yeah. five nine. You know, shit like that. So. And then yeah, because they'll tell you like, well, where would you play? I'm like, ah, man, I ain't play no bo- football. Are you crazy? I uh, appreciate y'all, but I will tell you, them D linemen. And them <laughs> offensive linemen, them is different size niggas. Six eight, bro. But the <laughs> bone structure, and they can move too. They not just big; they can move. That's yeah. that's like mind blowing. People don't understand how fast these cats are. Yeah, they make a few of them. A few of them niggas make jaw. They look small. Um, just yeah. let you know, Craig, you do have some fans in uh, Discord. Just Let's let open you know. up that Discord. They're going to want to roast us, man. I don't All know if y'all want no boy. I got some savages in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a proofreader. For hey, we're going to go ahead. Go Who who we got, man? Make sure you hit the video chat. Yeah. Uh, Forever Lotus, go ahead and hit it. And then as soon as you hit your uh, camera, then that, we can bring you on. That nigga said, Craig want to play for the NF Smell. <laughs> 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 That's funny to da, 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 da. Baby, I don't want to see your ceiling, honey. I'm still I looking at my your face. Oh, here I come, here I come. Here oh, come, Lord. They at work, child, at the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Somebody got to do it. Why not me? Okay. Fuck you can send product to Pasadena. They paid, they paid decent. <laughs> Hit the video. Here we go. He. Oh, where is it? Why is it not coming? Oh, man, there? you let him go. Can't believe no, it. No, no, no. He's here. He's I'm here. A, I'm, 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 I'm trying to get video. him on. I'm trying to get him on right now. Hold on, love. We got you. It's going to come in a minute. Back to you, Craig. <laughs> hey, <laughs> anyway. I'm, right, <laughs> I'm trying to get something together. You nodding okay. off over no, there? No, 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 no. I'm trying to um, <laughs> get everything back together here. Get it together. Yeah, it's... it's uh, it's not uh, working for me, but I'm, but I'm, but he's gonna come back. The whole smell. The whole smell. The whole smell. It's when okay. When Craig go out of town, that's funny. Stay the whole smell. Craig got uh, laid in Arizona with uh, met with Megan Thee Stallion. I wish I'd have hit that shit. <laughs> hey, Meg. The Sean Daddy, uh, homie, the clown. 
Sarah hating on working on a working man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. To do. <laughs> <laughs> Homie, don't play that. I've always hated on a working man. Oh God, whatever. It's Greg was a bloodhound with the Scotland Yard. <laughs> Greg's superhero name is uh, Nostradamus. There we go. Here we go. There we go. Come on, friend. We got you in, friend. Uh, what's going on, man? Talk to us. Where you coming, Brody? What's going on? What warehouse you working in, man? You at Walmart? No, man. Warehouse. Okay. Decent, bro. She's like one of the top one hundred companies in America. Okay. You ain't putting. You ain't putting a lot on it, huh? Show us your pay no. stub, nigga. <laughs> Show us your pay stub, man. We want to see proof. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can send my pay stub. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't do that, man. Well, shoot, man. Nah, it's decent, man. We're going to open up for the roast, man, but I don't want you to hurt yourself, man. <laughs> this is the first one on the tractor. <laughs> no, nah, I'm Gucci, man. All right, We're man. Good. Oh, we good. We're going to let you What's open. What's up with the question, though? Okay, we got a question for him. Uh, Deshaun, let's ask him a question based on what we talked about earlier. What's a good question for the brother? D? <laughs> this is hilarious. Do you feel? Do you feel like? Um, how would you handle a woman trying to chastise you for uh, disciplining your child? Wow. Whoa, that's a heavy question. Um. Well, I'd say I say I've actually been through that, bro. Um, but you know. It depends on it depends on a woman, bro. Like you can't you, like sometimes sometimes like I got bro, I got I done fucked up out here. I got four baby mamas, nigga. So Gee. when I tell you, yeah, when I tell you, I know I know basically all of the differences of you know what I'm saying? All listen, they bitches like Captain Planet, man, they come from everywhere, bro. <laughs> Like all different, all this ain't crazy. Really working. Not not all crazy, but, but and and you know some of them, some of them feel like you know you discipline them too much, and some of them don't they don't trip, bro. I, I guess it all depends on. I mean, you gotta know your personnel. Has hazardous material. Yeah, it sound like you're talking to a dinosaur. Like a. Hey man, we fuck with you, man. Yeah, I, I remember when you called before, man. So, um, yeah, that's that's some good feedback, man. So, four baby mamas. Uh, do you yeah, think, bro. Do you consider that a failure? Do you feel like you <laughs> failed four times? Yeah, no, no. I, I feel like, um, yeah, I definitely feel like I fucked up my legacy, but but at the same time, I'm my mind niggas mindset just wasn't right at the time. You know what I'm saying? Right, niggas right. Mind, that wasn't right, bro. Like I was out here, you know what I mean. But it wasn't. It wasn't like I was just out here wilding either. But it was because it was. It was all <laughs> women that I fucked with for for years. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's just the way the shit unfolded. Like, yeah. And uh, in the last, in the last one, our last one, she she got pregnant. She got pregnant on me. I was fucking her for like two years, and I had just had an eight month old. And she, I'm like, yo, why would you want to be the fourth baby mama? Like, like, right. what's wrong with you? Like. Like, 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 you know what I mean? I sent her to, you know what I mean? I sent her to the, to the, to the, to the hit, man. Right. What happens to your condom? Eight months later, I got to cash that back. Oh, she, she gave you the money back. No. No. Refunded? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Eight eight months later, she sent the cash that back. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, I decided to keep it. 
Man, I was hot. Why you was going raw Dini like that after having three kids? Why you was going raw Dini like that, dog? Okay. I was fucking. His, I was fucking her for like two years. Yeah. Raw Dini. Yeah. yeah, nigga, coming through the crib. I was fucking her for like two years, two whole years. Damn, Man, that's cold. Like, Man, um, like, like, like. All right, so look, so look. My first baby mom, she was just a little freak bitch. She like to do Molly and pop pills and shit. This was I was I was like twenty three at the time. You know what I'm saying. On the board, and she, you know, she, she just, huh? No, that no, was his ahead, first. She said his first. Let him go. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, that was his first. Yeah. So then she, um, you know, I, I should have known this. This raggedy. I, ain't, I, I should have been paying attention to the signs. I just was really just like, nigga. I'm talking. About, I was fucking this bitch for three years. Didn't know her daddy name. Didn't know her middle name. It was literally just get together party. You feel me? She got pregnant, and she got pregnant. I was, I was. I was I was running in a little circle where she thought I was up next at the time, you know what I'm saying? So then she got pregnant, decided to keep it on child support. You know, she did the she did the, the regular shit, crazy bitch. And then um and then uh I was I had moved to Atlanta. Just when I had moved to Atlanta, I was down here fucking with my cousin. And uh, you know, you, you know, how niggas be man. You yeah. Once you you don't really get along too much, man. After after so long, so I had to get my own shit, and I um I ended up shacking up with a bitch to help bust down the bills, and for like three years, and we was we the honest dude, man. We, was, a, we had a we, I'm had a, t- a poly, we had a polygamous relationship for three years, and she got I thought that's everybody, baby. Pregnant. I'm gonna tell you. Right. I'm gonna tell you. Quitter. This I'm nigga a, that ain't yeah. stopped working once. That nigga follows through. I'm right? gonna t- <laughs> tell you how to to to. They said that warehouse. Eh? I'm gonna tell you how to make a woman not want to have your baby when you meet her. Just just show her your forklift license. She gonna kill that baby without telling. <laughs> but my man like to go raw dini. I'm sad. That's just how he. That's his thing, though. He like to go raw dini. Hell yeah, sure. Nah. Nah, the the the, the forklift is just a you know what I mean. That's I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking with you, man. Nigga, man. <laughs> I'm joking with. I got. I'm joking with you, bro. Don't trip. It's all. Look, I got a forklift license too. I, I got know, a truck. I, yeah, I got a truck. Look, man. You're good at that. Hey, you, niggas is in the in them factories making thirty, forty dollars well, an hour. Exactly. Nigga, I know what's happening. Nigga, yeah. I know what's happening. Yeah, yeah you can drive a forklift. You know what I'm saying? Forty eight hours a week. But if she stay, that means she fuck with you. You feel what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Just you know, give it to a real in the beginning. We're going to take this next call, man. I always enjoy when you call in, man. You're a good dude, man. Please continue to call, brother. And if I owe you something, right, get it from God. God, God, God. Good dude right there. Wow, wow. Next that call. was I ain't never seen no one going keep on. working. Keep. I mean, that nigga never stopped. Like I was saying. You should be working in robotics. Come on, friend. Come on, Jameson. You got a good job, man. Jameson, do your thing. Turn the thing on, baby. You just had it on. Okay, there you go. What's popping, Jameson? What's happening, man? It's me again. Hey, man, talk <laughs> to us. The, the question from Big Bro was what? <laughs> no, nah, nah, hey, I want a whole different question, bro. I ain't got no kids, bro. We're going to do something different. Okay. You talking about love. Uh, like, you don't have no kids? You feel me? And, like, you know. Okay. And, like, like what question did you have? Well, you I got a question so for you. Uh, do you think we should hold women accountable like Beyonce for allowing gay men to write lyrics to their songs. Shouldn't they have, shouldn't women be hiring women to write music for them? 
Isn't it sending a bad signal if a, a if an openly gay man is writing music to motivate women? How do we know he really knows what they struggle is? Why aren't women hiring female writers to help them write their music? I mean, look, bro, it's, this is women we're talking about. And that's not a shot at women altogether, but it's mostly about just who got the best product. Now, if you don't want your shit to sound like a nigga wrote it, then don't buy those songs. But a lot of songs is being written by men, whether they gay or straight. Like a lot of the the the, the females that was rapping, um, they had Lil Yachty writing they shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's, I'm not saying that men should write it. It's just... Whoever got the best shit is gonna get the bread. You know what I'm saying? Like as the artist, you can choose whether to buy some bullshit or not. You know what I mean? You know, you know whether it's gonna slap or not. But when Neo wrote some of the greatest she, love songs were made by men, sung by women. Right. Look, I'm. Yeah, but, but 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 what I'm saying is, in this environment of equality, you know, you should you should have to be a part of the culture that you're affecting, right? I know that's, you know, that's not some realistic shit, but just imagine this. We have a black national anthem. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. What if you found out an old white man from Arkansas wrote the black national anthem? How real would that be to you? It wouldn't be. It would change things. It would change things. Bobby Caldwell changed a lot for me. That's a that's a different lane because it's, it's, it's dealing with country and, and a whole bunch of other shit. Like, I know you feel like, I, I don't disagree with you, bro. I honestly kind of agree with you, right? I'm just saying that it might be a little unrealistic at this point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, you know, whoever's doing the best work is going to get that money. You know what I'm saying? And if your anthem sound like shit, whether a nigga wrote it or a bitch wrote it, it ain't going nowhere. Right. And nobody. So, you know, man, you're going to have to write your shit in a way that a girl is going to want to sing that shit or your shit is not, you're not going to sell it. Hey, there we go. I, I agree. I understand the business aspect of it. Hey, what's the dude's name that's writing for uh, Beyonce? What's Sa his name? Saucy Santana? You know who Saucy Santana is? I don't. Okay, show Kevin Saucy Santana, oh, please. Let me, I'm sorry. Let me, let, me, <laughs> show, let, me, I, let me juice up the computer again. So you're Jay-Z dope, right? Yeah. One of the GOATs. Lyrically incredible, just Jay-Z. Jay to us, uh, to niggas that's all around our age, nigga, Jay-Z is one of them niggas. Some niggas like him, some niggas don't, but right. we'll just use him as an example because everybody knows who he is, okay? So what would you do if you found out this person was writing his rhyme? Show, show. <laughs> oh, no. Right, 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 right. So my point is this, big bro. It's not, that, it's not that there's anything wrong with that. No, because, right, from what I had... From what I had in mind, if 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 that particular gentleman was writing Jay Z's lyrics, it no, would change your opinion on Jay Z. If anybody was writing, for that matter, to be that's what we said earlier. We held them. We held the men artists accountable as men. Like we, that's why he was saying Drake's not considered one of the greatest because we don't feel like he writes his own rhymes. Right. I don't feel like that. So no, as an artist, he's one of the greatest. But what I'm saying in the hip hop community, those who are hip hop enthusiasts and purists say. Hey man, Drake can rap and all that, but I can't put him on the level of some of these other greats like Nas and Pac and all that. But because he don't write his rhymes, none of them. But I'm saying that's the that's the thoughts of a lot of people. You know what okay. I'm saying? And Jay Z has more hits than Nas, Tupac. I mean, uh, 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 not Jay Z. Uh, uh, Drake has Drake, more hits Drake. than Nas, Tupac, and shit. Probably. The, all the top 10 rappers combined. Beatles, yeah. <laughs> Even the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is in the female community, if we are really speaking about equality and being held to the same standard as men, in the world of men, that's important to us. Yes. Who's pinning the message? Yes. And that's why I feel like there's a lot of confusion in, in, in the female community because they don't pay attention to those small details. 
right saying regardless we don't care who wrote the song we we, just, it's just a hit right what do you think about music though what do you think about music when it comes to music aside from rap like people who write other people's lyric and music well i think like it, men writing for men for that matter right well for me perfectly if i ran a label and i had an artist as dope as beyonce it would be my mission to find a woman that understood the struggle to help her with her voice because authenticity is everything Right. Mm -hmm. And what I was saying earlier is that in the female community, they forget one thing about gay men is that they want straight niggas. <sighs> and so I think that it's a, a undertone to send out a false messaging or confusing messaging because they want to beat the bitches to us. <laughs> So, <laughs> so they, they want to have these bad messages. They want to get in bad mess messaging and leave them disillusioned because that's their competition. Baden's with. And, you know, uh, and, and if any of you guys know any real gay people, I know real gay people, I fuck with, you know what I'm saying? That's cool motherfuckers. But at the end of the day, if you have a conversation with them, some of them want to be with a straight person because they don't want to feel gay. <laughs> and if you think it's some bullshit, have an honest conversation with a gay motherfucker. But do you also know, like, I think a parallel with it is a lot of people that are very homophobic, homophobic in the church. Yet, majority of all the gospel songs that people love and say, written by gay situation. dudes. Exactly. Now I need to know. Yeah, go ahead, dog. Go I'm, ahead. I'm on the, can you hear me? Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Spit. 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 All, right, all right. I feel like that. All right. So I did music for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And. I kind of took that originality into this comedy thing because I'm trying to do stand up, you know what I mean? Right. Which is a podcast. Anyway, um, R and R Real Nigga Rants, you know what I'm saying? Check that shit out. It's Jameson Ballard on all platforms. Why anyway, not? you know, and um, I try to take that realism into comedy and that shit didn't necessarily translate, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I can see. Okay, why why don't you think it translated? I mean, I'm not saying it don't translate, but I'm just like I had niggas approaching me early trying to write jokes for me. My boss in my job kind of found out I did comedy on some fluke shit. And then that nigga was trying to get involved with my comedy shit hella hard. But I'm like, bro, I can't even tell this nigga I smoke weed and shit. <laughs> like, my comedy <laughs> don't reflect me, bro. That's it's funny. Not no shit some white dude wrote for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck how funny it is. But that shit, he didn't really understand that. But he understand, like, catching shit, I guess, at a higher level where you know, comedians buy jokes from people. I mean, you would have somebody with you all the time writing your shit for you. But I don't get down with that shit. I want that shit to sound like I feel like how you feel. Like, I, I want that shit to be authentically me and shit that I said and how I feel because you can't say it how I'm saying it. So you can't write jokes for me, white man. I'm sorry. I I, I got love for him, though. But I, I can't. I'm not going to use none of your <laughs> shit, bro. You hand me jokes all the time. Is, anyway. Is it just because you, that was your boss? Or do you think... Do you say, are you saying nobody can write for you? Or just saying that? Hey, they're killing thing. you in the comments. They said, "Where his <laughs> ears at?" He pawned his ears <laughs> earlier. Said, uh, earlier said he took off a weighted, uh, a weighted <laughs> headband. <laughs> a weighted headband. <laughs> but how do you? But no. you know what? In in, in comedy, I, I I can see that in comedy. I think with music though, I can see that in comedy. But wait, like, really the comedy? Did you? I was asking though. Did do you think no one can write for you, or just the white man? I mean, I'm, I'm not me at this point in my life, bro. I, I feel like the struggle make you funnier. So I, I don't want nobody writing my struggle for me. I got to put it out in the way that I got to put it. I just got to get the boss to get up there and do it myself. Mm. But I, I'm not really trying to see that. Um, maybe if I got rich or something, I would 
think about it, but I just can't see it. She got not, rich, not, she probably wouldn't even do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck this guy. Nah, but in the beginning, I think you need to do it yourself, go through the struggle, and then once you learn you and then you start making more money, you'll have a team with you. It's easier to have somebody right for you who hangs with you every day, watches you, knows you, so they can give you the material and then you can structure it more in your in your likeness. Because I, I believe I believe that artists are, are like, for instance, singers and comedians. Yes. If you're a good comedian on stage and somebody's writing for you, you just know how to do shit on stage. You yes. know how yeah. to deliver. No different than Whitney Houston. Like, I think she's an amazing voice, but does she have to be an amazing writer as well? No, no. no. You know no, what I mean? I, but like, if, but if, are, if someone's writing your stuff and you're a comedian... Are you a comedian or you're an actor? No, because I, you're, I, you're performing the show. But but do you know how many people have writers that are comedians? Like our yeah. favorite comedians yeah. have writers. Every no, but uh, are uh, they uh, are uh, are they actors? Any comedian? I mean, yes, it, but they're it, comedians. Yeah, all all the comedians that have a brand uh-huh. have writers. Have writers. It's impossible to to keep up with the demands of the industry. You you can't. By there's yourself. no way you can have that schedule. Mm-hmm. Always be on tour. Be on set. And come up with brand new material. Your schedule doesn't allow that. It's impossible. That's what the writer is for. And mm-hmm. the writer is somebody you know, though. It's not just a random dude walking down the street. If I'm with Kev every day, if this is our tour and I'm the writer or, you know, I'm the opener, but I'm the writer. So that means I'm with these two every single day. Like, I know how Kev walk. I know how Craig. So I'm not writing. I'll write. Here's the joke. Now, they might read it and like it as is, or they'll make a couple tweaks to go. Oh, well, I'll add this here, add this there. That's ha- so yes, you're still a comedian, and just because I write it doesn't make me the funnier one. Right, nah, I just saw something that he didn't because he, his mind is not as open as it used to be. Well, let's talk about uh, mm, you know, wow. let's talk about it because being a, a you know a certain caliber comedian, um, duality is not something that's widely accepted, right? So one of the reasons that you have writers is so there's continuity in your messaging. Because as, as mm-hmm. human beings, we, we're hypocrites. And sometimes we feel one way, and then the next day we may feel a different way internally. And people don't even know we ha- are having that conflict. But when you when you have art and business attached to art and you develop a fan base and they get an appetite for a certain type of messaging or a certain way of doing things, you need writers so you're delivering a solid product that's consumable. So you're be, you should be beyond ego when you get to a certain level trying to mm. prove to niggas I'm the funniest. If you're a comedian, you're trying to prove to niggas that you're the funniest. You haven't really made it yet. Correct. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So once yeah. you make it, you need thinkers around you, niggas that's going to challenge you, that's going to be in your face, that's going to be like, hey, my nigga, no. Or you, you know what I'm saying? All the dopest niggas have a squad. Mm-hmm. And they squad, yes. And that's going to make you would, better. Would it be weird to have a squad, a squad like how you got it? Listen, bro, I, I, I did security in a Bricktown Comedy Club out here in Oklahoma City for quite a while, bro. <laughs> I seen Corey a few times. Yeah. Um, I never, his 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 material, he's one of my favorite comedians, bro. One of the and best to ever do it. Niggas like Black Ron, who come up and coming, and them niggas is funny, bro. Dion Cole. Right. I don't really them niggas having no writers, bro. I feel like they shit is all them. But, that, but, but, but all them people is niggas I respect. But here's yeah. the thing, though. Just, All of them. But, but look, that's why, that's why they could never be Kevin Hart. Let me tell you something. It's a different Let me tell you something, bro. Richard Pryor wrote for Red Fox. Yeah. Huh. Paul t- Mooney wrote for Richard Pryor. So, 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 certain, yeah. you know, Corey is a dominant male. His personality type 
You know what I'm saying? At the level he's at right now, it fits his personality type. But if he goes to that, if you know, if he goes to that next level, he has a squad ready. There's niggas that he fuck with that he can call that's at the ready, that's gonna be there with Corey once he becomes a megastar. You can't be a megastar in this business without a squad, bro. It's impossible. When I tell you that this shit is demanding, you know what I'm saying? It's it's demanding, bro. It, it, look, one time before I was gonna get on stage, my mom texted me. She uh, her breast cancer came back. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so okay, so being in your right mind is something that you struggle with because you you understand what I'm saying? And and you need niggas around you to tap you like, hey Kev, get it together, bro. Like we, we gotta do this, bro. I know you're going through something. Yeah. You need that because we can be self-destructive because dude, you gotta realize how much you sacrifice to be a good comedian. And to be at that level, yeah. it's crazy. crazy. You sacrifice but, a lot. But, but, one thing I can say about Craig though, Craig worked on his craft. Like I've I've been here to to like witness it. Like even down to his cadence and everything, like it's a it's a discipline, you know what I'm saying? And like a lot of people don't realize you got to put in the work. Yeah, you, for that original. Everybody just yeah. sees the finished product, though. Yeah. You didn't yeah. see Kev coming up struggling with the big right. ass jeans on. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jabos. They <laughs> <laughs> have no motherfucking Jabos. That nigga had on Jinkos when I met him. Nah, <laughs> nah but uh, yeah, I remember <laughs> shit pulling up. Yeah, all of us. Because Kev used to show. come and be like, yo, man, you on the road, what do you do? And he would ask questions. Like, he'll go, yo, I see you out here doing this. And he was like a sponge that you supposed to be. And he, he, found he would talk his, to a lot he, of people. But then he found his, but through that struggle, he found his voice. Yeah. Right. He went and found his funny. Once he found his right. voice, he just started honing and honing. And, and like, then he started taking off. And now that's why he's, he's in the position he's, but he's it's, in. It, it's the process. It's like, Ke you know, yeah. Kev has been doing it a little bit longer. These both niggas both have. Kev found his funny. This nigga found his funny. So like, as you coming up, you got to observe niggas that you respect and and you you got to be fans because you can learn through them. Okay, this mm -hmm. is how I find my funny. It ain't a competition. No, and that's and that's what you that's what these new niggas got to remember. It ain't a competition. It, when a, a nigga being funnier than you at some point just mm -hmm. means that he been putting the work in. So don't you know don't don't start viewing it like you know uh, it ain't hooping. Yeah. Even though it's a competition in a way, it ain't right. hooping. It, everybody everybody has their own funny. Like I was you gonna can, say, it's not there's funnier. enough laughs. Like yes. laughs are. Are, are endless. You like, have your laughs. Yeah, you have your, like I'll sit and watch comedians not to see like I understand this guy. This is why I'm watching this guy because I think he's funny. And you know I watch I mean? like if I like I say I, even as of today I'll watch you and I'll go like all right bet like when I because he talks about relationships from a different pr perspective than I would, but it's not bad. It's good and I can respect it. And but seeing him do that, I'll go. I need to tap more into how I feel about this subject. Yeah. Right. Or now when I watch Craig, I, Craig makes you think like he might come raw that you be like, I can't be a little bit more looser like this. Yeah. Or Chris Spencer yes. makes you go, I need to write a little bit more. Yeah, Chris Spencer could write. So everybody, I hate when people say, well, oh, because he's a writer, he's not a good performer or he's not a good comedian because he has writer. That's, I, that's absolutely the false I look, thing. I look for what they working on. Like when I watch Kev, I know his comedy is nuanced. So I know that down down to every word, down to everything he says, it's well thought out in his nuance. For me, I'm comfortability. So at this point, I'm a larger guy. I'm on stage. I'm a larger presence. So I work on being relaxed and comfortable. So I try to sit in comfortability because I know I got the funny. I know I got the funny, but I need niggas to be comfortable and relaxed because I know what I'm going to say is going to be shocking most of the time. Mm -hmm. So I need niggas to feel like you know, I'm holding their hand through the process and it's okay to laugh at certain shit. You know, I may watch Deshaun. Deshaun teaches me 
a lot of things, but he teaches me how important confidence and energy is. Right. Mm-hmm. When Deshaun get on stage and he on his shit, the whole energy in the room changes. He a big smile having nigga, and the room smiles big with smiling. him. <laughs> I real spit though, and the no. room reflects that. When he's yeah. murdering on stage, the room reflects a big ass smile. Everybody's yeah. having a good time. Because he was one of the stronger comics when I got it. Even though I didn't know, I thought you was probably doing it way before me. But up at the comedy, and you go and see the guys that were like, you know, the started the guys that were like the stronger ones and shit like that. And so you start watching because I had no clue about this shit when I came out here. <laughs> about what comedy was and how mm-hmm. to do that shit but just watching you know a bunch of different I always say Tony Baker one of my top comedians yeah, he, 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 Tony Baker's a monster he is and people some people don't you know what I'm saying but I get every fucking thing he's saying though and he has his own personality I think that's a big part of it too though yeah, uh, uh, we we love Jamerson, but we have other people in the. All chat. right, hey, wait, we wait, fuck wait, wait, with. Wait. Can you put your head down like this for one second? Uh-huh, they saying you got a, <laughs> you got a calf muscle on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we appreciate you. Love and respect, bro. Keep doing your thing. If all you something, get it from God. God, God, God. All right. And <laughs> I, I, I was I, killing I, him in the. Comments. I think Kev is gonna like this one right here. Oh shit! Oh, we put, got. Your, put put your uh put your camera on, boy. Oh, yeah, Kevin. Detroit City Zone. Yes, Detroit sir. City in the exactly. house. What's up, though? Well, she from Chicago, but she living in the D now. What's happening, though? We in here. What's I'm in here to talk some shit. So what you think about uh, men disciplining your kids? You let men you date and discipline your kids if they ain't the fathers? Hell, fuck no. Nah. He could barely discipline me. He ain't my daddy. That nigga ain't enough bills to do that shit. <laughs> but the kids getting out of control. That you means know. you tell me, and I'ma control my foot up their ass. But they ain't in control and then because if of you, don't though. Do what you beat. It's not theirs. What the fuck? But they already. It's out a of chain. Control. But they already. The out man of... beat the woman. The woman beat the kid. That's <laughs> oh, shit. That's some funny shit. That's funny. Hey, but when your son turned thirteen, you he can whoop you now. You can't whoop even no more. Ah, that's funny as shit. <laughs> don't fuck around and get body slammed by your teenage son. Yep. Let oh, me tell y'all something. I come from a. Louisiana midget named Minnie Brown oh, who used to <laughs> and tote 357s for niggas. That's the shortest bitch I know seen a six foot four nigga run from her ass, goddammit. Ain't right. no nigga gonna scare me. Are you I from got the something side? for you. <laughs> what you say, baby girl? Say it again. <laughs> I got something for you. Oh, that's the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was going to hit you with a, the sound effect. Sorry. You didn't beat a nigga up over a cigarette I'm... before. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't knock the nigga back too far over a single, huh? No. Maybe a swisher, but not a cigarette. <laughs> so t- Smack the shit out of his ass if he don't pass it <laughs> right away. Teach me how to step on the dope. How to turn a half ounce to an ounce. Teach me how to do that. See? I'm only a weed connoisseur. <laughs> After I caught my first dope case in Chicago, I left crack alone. I tried to sell crack one time. I got caught with shit, and I let it go. And I was able to get out of probation because I got pregnant. Okay. They said, bitch, no community service for you. Community your pussy. And that's what I did. And I had kids. How many, how many, how many kids you got? I got three grown-ups. Oh, okay. Oh, you look young. You look like oh. the early 30s and shit. Okay. Yeah, that's what's... Hey, you from the east side? Oh, thank you. Hey, are you from the east side? Hell, fuck no. Where you from? West side Detroit, south what? side Chicago. Oh. Now, you, you from... Where you from, I'm though? I'm on the same block Kanye rapped about. That's you said my block. she was in Chicago, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She moved to Detroit from Chicago. She was on the run. <laughs> I'm still laughing. You said beat Detroit the is a, yeah. beat the kids. What you live she off? Puritan? What you live off of? Puritan? What, what mile are you on? 
Hell no. Davidson area, right around the corner from Cash Down Crib. Fuck oh, you yeah. mean? What's that? <laughs> yeah, right over there in the yeah. neighborhood and shit. Hell yeah. I was over there the on <laughs> They don't know where she get that from. They don't be doing that in Detroit. I'm from Hamilton and shit. I mean, uh, I'm from 12th Street. One of the years, Rosa Parks Boulevard and shit. Okay, you might know M1 then. You know the boys M1 and them. Them my people. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it for sure. She in the city for real. I can tell by the box braids and shit. They do them quick. They do them quick oh, in the city. A myself. seven-year-old did that. That nigga said a seven-year-old yeah, yeah. did that. Check my workout. I do that. That's funny. The you do hair, Nikki? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. That's what I do. Much I gotta respect. chase the money some way, shit. Detroit Queen, right? They there. said Wichita, Michigan. Salute. Okay. <laughs> oh. She from everywhere. Wherever. What's your zodiac sign? Come. What's your zodiac sign, boo? Oh, I'm a Taurus, and I'm just a Midwester. You got damn right. I'm from everywhere. <laughs> the TV. TV went, went out. Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> Oh, that's you. Back there masturbating? Oh, what the fuck? No, nigga. She said, I'm coming. Yeah. I still can't stop. She said, there's a chain of command. You beat the wife. And, and the wife, wife beat the, beat the, kid. the kid. That's came, some funny shit. Yeah, she came on and said, you can't discipline me. So, no, oh. some women be looking to get beat. <laughs> See, you, you don't even hey, know that part of their trauma. No bitch told me the nigga don't love her unless he beat her after they drink some gin. Oh. Alcoholic, bitch. <laughs> she, she wild for that. I'm telling no, you. I met a chick that was like that. She said, me and my nigga love each other. I know he love me when he go upside my head. That's crazy. Don't man. hit me. But you, be that. That. you don't love me if you well, hit I'm gonna me. Be, I'm going to beat you or the kids. Somebody yeah. getting somebody, ass Somebody getting <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you don't you better that. just clap my booty cheeks. Don't you hit shit else. <laughs> but you know what's crazy, though? The thing is, though, to, on some real shit, though, a lot of women feel that way when, in essence, some of these single moms got these boys just going crazy and shit. And then they get a man over there, and they want to tell the man not to be a man to this nine-year-old. And this nine-year-old's getting bigger. He getting musty. He starting <laughs> get to talk musty. shit. And you want me to fall and back, and I'm paying the bills I'm up in different. here. I'm doing all the fucking up in here. And this little nigga about That's to walk around. different. Talk to because it. Because I agree with y'all on that. That's where I'm different. Okay. Too many of these females out here raising their sons to be their motherfucking boyfriend and not to be a man. That's the fucking problem right there. Right. First and foremost. Then when you get a real man around you, because all you've been raised around is females with dicks. You see what I'm saying? You don't know how to act. You don't know how to present yourself. You don't know how to submit. You can be a boss ass bitch and then go home and submit to a real man, but they don't know how to do that because all they didn't have was vagina type dicks around them all their life. And Even so, their daddy was a vagina that just shot their ass out of a dick. Just, they borrowed that motherfucker. And, and, you know what I'm saying? And that's why they don't understand this. And that's why when they become teenagers and the young adults and the pressure turn up, the first thing they do is grab a pistol because they pussy, yeah. right? And that's a lot of times, if you're able to get a man to come over there and be a man in your household and shit, you got to allow him leeway. Now, I do believe as a man, that shouldn't Period. be that shouldn't be your uh, 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 go-to weapon. You shouldn't go in... Into a family saying, I'm about to put hands on this little nigga. If you no, ain't nah. got no communication, because them nah. little niggas grow up. Yeah. Little niggas grow up. You know what I'm saying? My stepdad yeah. never whooped me. He tried to ask me to call him dad. Though, between the mama and the boyfriend or the mama and the stepdaddy. It's supposed to be a game plan. Look here, bitch. <laughs> Wait, Your son I, I, is out hold here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, baby. Hold on, hold on, baby. Police whoop his ass. 
Hold on, hold on, Kev yeah, just fair. dropped the bomb. Hold on, <laughs> how did that? Funny. How did that conversation go when your stepdad wants you to? What, 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 you was calling him Dan, and he like, said, "Nah, nah, I called him. I, call, I called him CB. Rest in peace, oh. and that's my guy." Yeah. But I think I remember being little and shit, and uh, he came around and shit, and he, we never whooped us ever. But he was, I mean, one day and shit, he was walking in the kitchen. He's like, "Yeah, y'all need to call me Dad and shit." And we just was like, what? <laughs> niggas had tried to process that. We never went there with it. I don't think I've ever called him that, even though. Call you daddy, and I'm not from your loin. But we fuck? young, you know, that was, but he actually said that. That's right. some real G shit yeah, to tell yeah, yeah. you know. Y'all, well, you my matter of fact, y'all gonna quit calling me B. And then grew his mustache out and everything. They had a conversation. <laughs> but that's real talk. That's real talk. Rest in peace to CB, man. My but. thing is, if a man gonna go to a child like that, they got to be prepared to let the child know that I am ready to be a full daddy to you, not just by a namesake. We're going to go get these papers and shit. Even if me and your mama don't work out, I'm going to be your daddy, oh. especially if I'm telling you to call me your I'm daddy your like daddy. I came out your balls. Like, do you, you see to keep what up I'm with saying? Your if you ain't trying to take that full responsibility regardless of where you and the mama go, you better not call that nigga daddy. Okay, <laughs> but I you, respect. Yeah, because do you supposed to keep up with your stepkids? This your third one you've been chilling with. Yeah, the kids. Look, I got a cousin, man. He done left so many kids behind. Like, nigga, yeah. You raised that girl for four years, nigga. Now you on to the next. Stepkids. Still cool with Stepkids. Because I've had most. I've been more of a sad bitch than a main woman, and I keep up with all my kids. They kids love me. Hey, you lead them folks. Stepkids. Graduations with the wives and everything. That's hilarious. They love me. Stepkids. How do they know I'm TT. How does a woman feel? All right, we appreciate you. We're going to take this next call. It's always a pleasure talking to you, baby. She never knew I sucked this dick. I'm respectful. We're going to take this next call, baby. That's some funny shit. I appreciate you. If I owe you something, get it from God. God, God, God. She cool as motherfucker. Oh, that's funny. If I ain't with your mama no more, you just using me. You said, what? If I'm not with your mama no more, you a stepkid, you're just using me. I mean, how many relationships I'm going to go oh. through? I'm going to keep reaching, but I got to raise stepkids. One of the coldest things, I don't want to say his name, but we know him. I remember when him and the woman broke up and the older son was like, hey, hey, can I come with you? He was like, in fact, you don't even have to call me stepdaddy or nothing like that no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't even call me. It's Daniel. Mark Henry, come on. Mark H, whatever, come on. Come on, Mark. I hear you. Put your, the camera. Press the camera button. Um, all right, here you all right, go. there we go. There we go. What's going on, man? All right, talk to us, man. Uh, what was Martin, the... Martin. Oh, shit going on. You want in and out. What'd you say? Hello? Damn. Can you hear me? Yeah. We can hear you now, man. Can, can you see me? Yes. Hear <laughs> me and see me. Uh, we, we, we see you. I had to reject it real quick. Yeah, it's all good, man. We appreciate you calling in, man. What's the question, Deshaun? Uh, how do you feel about a woman trying to chastise you for uh, disciplining the kids? Um, being that I ain't got no kids, I, I'm not too experienced in that realm. So I've been... I've dated women who have kids. Have you ever had to discipline them? No, nah, man, because the kids, the kids were straight. Like she already, she already had the kids in check. It was funny because oh, no you dated a woman with gay kids. Like, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Didn't know that date women with gay kids, but these kids were straight. That's what. <laughs> 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 man, 
man. Y'all, y'all have Kelly, man. But yeah, man, I, man, shoot, man, I ain't got no kids. I always said I wanted to have kids when I get married, man. So that's, that's the reason why I ain't got no kids, bro. Uh, okay. In the YouTube comments, they say you look like you whoop kids. So. Yeah. This nigga was, Oh, man. Look at his mouth. He was born to whistle. This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he. Nah, man, nah. I ain't touching nobody kids. That's man. how he, that's how he punished <laughs> kids. He whistled Amazing Grace until their ears bleed. Amazing Grace. He do I'm playing with you. Nah, that's, but that's, hey, something, that's something different. You like me. I don't have no kids yet. So I tried not to date women that have kids. Oh, shit. You ain't got no kids. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm supposed to have four but I, it didn't work out but I'm saying I try not to but sometimes a, a cool one make it through and I try not to, I, I don't discipline the kids I don't even want to meet the kids actually so you don't got no kids that care about you Oh uh, yeah, family. From other, no, I'm saying from like other women that you yeah. dealt with, uh, and they had kids. You done spent three years in this woman life, sitting I, around on Christmas. Yeah, I don't do that to children. I would, I would, I wouldn't like <laughs> beat them, but I'll discipline them. Really? Yeah. yeah. I just try not to be what around. What you gonna do, dog? My thing is, walk, like this one girl hit her. Because if I want to know what you gonna do, go he, ahead. I used to make them do wall sits. And right. then what I would do is I would stand over. I'm like, listen, you got to sit like this, you know, put them in the wall, sit. If you fall, I'm, I would always say, like, I'm going to wear them legs out. And they'd be sitting there shaking. I'm not going to I'm calling my, my dad. Thing. I'm calling my dad. But she was the one. She was like, yo, he's at school acting up. So I was like, all right, you can't you can't disrespect your mama. You can't, you know, that's what. And we, me and him was hella cool, though. Like, he would call me when stuff would go wrong. She was like, you want to call your dad? No, nah, I'm going to call the show. But but, huh. but flip it. If you y'all had kids, would you like if a woman disciplined your kids? Who? Uh, if it's my son, he's going to be trying to... My son's going to be disciplined. What you See, mean? So it, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't play like... You're talking about the stepmom. Yeah, like, yeah, she want to check him and all that kind Here's of stuff. Here's the thing. Like, it's not... Doing? I'm not talking about no abuse. Or no, if the kid is acting up, you check the child. Mm -hmm. That's it. Period. I don't care. Like Fuck I, that. You ain't my daddy. <laughs> and that, I don't and want if the no, woman that allows that, like if she... If she ain't woman, there. She not there. It's just oh, you. Nah, it's just you and the nine year old. Yeah, fuck that. You we ain't my daddy. I ain't we, getting off. The he ain't game. never said that. Like he knew. He knew. Like he he knew to the point where when I showed up to the school one time, he thought his mom was coming. He was cutting up. He was like, ah, he turned and saw me straightened up because he I, knew. I don't know if women disciplining like boys works. No, it's I'm not gonna, the same. Not even but not, even your daughter <laughs> though. Even your daughter though. Because a boy it, gonna listen not, to his it's mama. Not the same. I don't think so. A boy gonna listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. Oh, my bad, bro. But the last, last chick I dealt with, man, she had she got a son. And the daddy, he locked up. And mm. she would try to discipline him. But because I told her straight up, I said, look, he needs a man in his life that can get him right. I said, he needs to feel that male energy. I told her, I said, there's only so much you can do. Right. Yeah. I said, I said, I understand that you're his mom, but it's, it's a connection that a young man has with his father or a strong male figure. If he's been there since the beginning. Well, he that that respect for actor is established early, right. so he knows the role in which he needs to be. That's what I'm saying. I met the little dude when he was four or five years old, so he knew like I just wasn't. He knew I was a, like, I, if you do good, I celebrate you. But if you if you cut up, like I don't want you talking to your mama crazy, even if I'm not here, right? Because if I hear about it, we gonna have a problem. Nah. And his dad lived. His dad didn't live too far, but his dad, I I felt wasn't that you know like she what? when i first met her she was complaining oh i got i hate going to the barbershop it just feels uncomfortable why are you at the barbershop don't he got a dad yeah but he doesn't do that he what mm -hmm. so i just That's started crazy. when i would go i'd be like all right come on let's go i'll take you with me because i got to get my hair cut anyways yeah. so and they and we just started doing stuff just naturally and then to the point where he felt more comfortable telling me things like when went wrong in his day right with calling me or then i would come over you and still I would fuck with him huh 
No. You just ran right. off? No, I didn't. Why you do that to that boy? No, no, no. First of all, I was a deadbeat stepdad. First of all, I was a stepdaddy boyfriend, number one. No, but you came up to the school, dog. I stayed around as long as I could. Oh, I didn't come up to the school. You went up to the school, my nigga. They're going to be asking about you. But she moved out of the area. Hold on, this ain't Deshaun's signature. Who said this? Who was Earl? Your daddy at? Nigga, your daddy don't come up here no more. Earl's not your daddy no more? I did hear him. Like one no, time, boy. they were like, "Look at your dad." <laughs> Niggas be walking in and out these kids. No, no, she moved though. She that's left the area. That's how it was. My last situation, man. I would take the little dude, go get his haircut and everything, oh, wow. and he would tell me, he would tell me stuff that he wouldn't tell his mom. Yeah. But we we fell out because his mom, she had that whole. I'm an alpha female thing, and I was like, "There's no such thing." Yeah, don't it don't nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can nah, his mom didn't have that. Is, go ahead. Is, is it um is it, uh, do y'all have hesitation? To really be involved in like a, a woman that has a female child, is there some type of? Here's the thing: you it, not is it you're more cautious? It depends on what age if, is the child too. And, and if she's not submitting, yep. if she's not submitting, at some point she's gonna start undermining you to the child. Mm. Oh yeah, I can't. You understand I, no, what no, I'm no, the woman don't get. <clears throat> if the woman ever like gives me that buy from the beginning, like because if I come in his life, I, this child's life, I'm going to treat this child like mine. So. You if you say like nah we not working. But I'm talking about if it's a if it's a girl child like not a boy. It also depends on the age of the child too. When when how when did I meet this child? Right, okay. right. For oh, the, okay. the daughter. Hey man, you've been a good caller, man. I fuck with you. You calling from Atlanta, huh? Yeah, yeah, man. I say I'm an offshoot, man. I've been watching you all since um really back since your, what your name your show back then. Uh, don't be a hoe ass nigga. Oh man, you remember? <laughs> don't be a hoe ass nigga. <laughs> That was me, Big John Ken. Man, that's seven, six, Real seven talk. years yeah, ago, man. Hey, we, yeah, I, man. I appreciate yeah, that. Go ahead. I mean, I fuck with you, man. I always, ever since I saw you in Big John Skits, I was like, yo, who's the dude who used these extra big-ass words for no reason? <laughs> Indubitably, man. We appreciate you for that, man. We're going to answer this next call, brother. Love and respect, man. If I owe you something, right, get it from God. God, God, God. Awesome. Okay. Play ball, you next, honey. Play ball, put your play ball, put your camera on, baby. No, play ball is man. This, 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 the hum, man. What's going on with your boy? Hey, you know the question, man. Go ahead, hit, hit him with the question, Deshaun. <laughs> Deshaun could bleak a candle out. That's funny. Good <laughs> the question is, are you okay? How do you feel about a woman trying to chastise you for you disciplining the kids, yours or hers? If they my kids and she getting into it with me, like she coming into my relationship, she ain't got shit to say about how I discipline my kids. Now, I ain't going to abuse my kids, but if my kids need to get a throat chop or some shit like that, you know, <laughs> you give it to them. <laughs> if they her kids, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to do nothing around her. I'm just going to get them in the headlock while she ain't around. What if your kids and your stepkids live together? <laughs> and your stepkids got to watch your real kids get a whooping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Like, but they don't hey, never get is. them, though. But they don't never get them, though. You know what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to let your kids whoop the stepkids. <laughs> horrible. Get some order around this bitch. Your kids better than that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not taking no whoopings as a real kid if you don't never whoop his ass. Yeah, you gonna beat him too. Eventually, that's about to stop, man. That's funny, the motherfucker. Because yeah, if they fighting, you got to whoop them both. Yeah, real spit. Yeah, what would you do in that situation? Your son and her son, they they fighting. 
You, you what, can't what, just beat your what son. What if her son knock your son out like sleep him? <laughs> then I'm going to knock you ass out. <laughs> you can't do that, dog. You can't do that. Lick for a lick, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Day then that? once I wake my son up, once I wake my son up, I'm going to tell him to go back and fade that nigga. <laughs> or I'm going to knock his ass out again. They, four, they 14, dog. They 14. This nigga dogging your son. Like, <laughs> Hey. He dogging my son. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna have to tag in like several times. <laughs> I'm gonna put my son on top. though. I put my son on top. No bullshit. Hey, I will put my real son back on top. You like, do reshuffle the shit. Son. Like reshuffle the shit. Like you know how I get this uh, stuff. <laughs> reshuffle it, nigga. Like <laughs> you gonna give him the upper hand? Oh my god. Yeah. That's that's. I'm gonna make that nigga do some push-ups. Nigga, hey, that's poetic justice. Oh, though. when we get off, every time you get off work, you gotta. Ha- hey, son, let's go. I take you that clearly shit. Per- do some work. I take that shit personal. My mom's like, you bring another fourteen year old nigga. <laughs> like, what is you- that's like putting a nigga in my cell. Like, nigga, look, I didn't did deal with a woman. I didn't deal with a woman before they got kids, right? Yeah. No, oh, you frozen. Damn. I was like, that happened. Come on, let it go, baby. One Come girl on. I used to talk to, she had a little girl. And, uh. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, there you go. Get back and observe and see how the situation is. Then go off the energy that, you know what I'm saying, what I see. If I feel that child needs some discipline, I'm going to give him some, but I ain't going to be strict on him, you know. I don't want the little motherfucker to hate me and shit. I'm be like, you may hate me, but your mama love this wood, though. Right. Oh, that's, that's hilarious, nigga. Yeah, but I mean, shit, you bring him another fourteen-year-old in the house, nigga. I got all this shit. It's my yeah, shit. My shit. Now. We got to scrap every day. Little fourteen-year-old yeah. come to. Little fourteen come over. I'm a, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna have to charge that nigga when I first see him. I'm gonna right. let him know off top this crib. Man, yeah. anything you do, disrespectful over here, nigga. You gonna have to run that fade with you. This crib, you gonna have to run it. At fourteen, you damn near gotta talk to him like that. At fourteen, yes, you damn near gotta talk talk to him like that. I know fourteen year olds out here right now putting in some work. Nigga. Yeah, I'm talking about at them the main niggas hitting him. He almost grown at fourteen. You, you yeah. can't be light yeah. on him. Hey, he popping <laughs> pistols at fourteen for what? real. What? Damn right. Yeah, that's great. Damn shit. right. Yeah, that's that's a YGA's nigga. A lot of niggas got bodies yeah. by then. That's ninth grade. Hey Are man, hey play ball. We fuck with you, man. You a good dude, man. Hopefully all is well for you in life, man. We gonna take this next call, brother. Until hey, next. Craig, Craig, where yeah. I go? Where yes, I go? Yes, sir. Put a shirt on, my nigga. Put a shirt on. <laughs> oh, damn. Right. Hell nigga yeah. Up there with- Go ahead. Hey, uh, my nigga with the big eyes over there. Hey, uh, <laughs> do something with that shit, my nigga. Lock that shit up or something, my nigga. Nah, <laughs> I don't even pick hey, it no more. Kev, Kev, man. What up? You a cool nigga, bro, but that 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 astrology shit don't mean shit, my nigga. <laughs> 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 Fuck all that shit, nigga. God gave us free will. We got a mind of our own. We choose what we want to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and this some game. This some game right here for anybody that need it. So this is what my pops told me. You was born with two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. That means you're supposed to listen and observe twice as much as you talk. You real, feel me? Real shit. So, that's just some free knowledge. Hey, that's free game. I fuck with that, man. Yeah. That's some real spill, man. <laughs> Love and respect, yeah. man. If all you something, get it from God. God, God, God. That's a good dude right there, man. <laughs> All right, Goldstein, come on, baby. He said, "Come on, Goldstein." On crip. He said, "On crip." He used to roast, and normally when he called, then we have a roast off, and they just bag on each other. That's what that's why oh, he called okay. him because he's he funny. Well, Goldstein, baby, I'm not gonna tell you too many more times, baby. Come Put on, your, brother. Unmute <laughs> yourself and take your thing off your camera. That motherfucker said, "On rib." <laughs> all right, Goldstein, going okay, baby. All right, there you go. 
Take yourself on mute. Oh, you on mute. You on mute, baby. Put take okay. Put the camera on and then put the mic on. Take your mic on. Put your mic on. Tap the mic button. Button. Bucking. Bucking. Bucking the mic. Okay. This is not working out. Okay. She hang up on people faster than Stephen A. Smith. I know. (laughs) Hello, hello. Oh, Oh, hang on. Okay. All right. So, Iron Mike. Iron Mike, let's roll. Iron Iron on the mic like Tyson. All right. You don't want it either. You want that fade? Okay. Friday. Friday, please. Come on. All right. All right. We may have a winner here. Come on. Hello. Hey. Hello, Roger Rondo. She called him Roger. Uh, oh, that's oh, that's Dozy. Hey, she said Dozy. Man, he didn't call before. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Shit, man. How y'all feeling, man? Good, good, man. Deshaun got a question for you, brother. How do you feel? Up, about, how do you feel about a woman dis, uh, chastising you for disciplining her child who was showing out? I ain't even gonna lie. Uh, I ain't even gonna put myself in that situation. I ain't chastising nobody's child. I'll probably tell them like, hey, your mama said no, don't do this. But I got a daughter and me and her mom ain't together. So if a nigga ever said anything wrong to my daughter or chastised my daughter, it's on. I don't give a fuck if she was wrong, if she lit the house on fire, anything. <laughs> Damn. So, don't say shit to me. so I ain't saying shit to nobody kid other than like your mama said, you know your mama said don't do that. But other than that, but what if you ain't in no position. What if he keeps like doing it and he's looking dead at you as he's doing it? Uh-huh. That's some wild stuff right there. Like his mom then said, go- stop playing with his cars, right? And he playing his cars, but he eyeballing you. He's in your face like, yeah, you see me playing with the cars still. So you can't. So, so, I'm, so I'm, 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 I tell her everything. I'm like, you know, supposed to be whooping his ass. So like whoop his ass. But I ain't going to never like try to take it in my hand if that ain't my kid. Like that's just something you don't do. So you wouldn't want your daughter. You, you You got a daughter? Yeah, I got right, a So you wouldn't want so if you were if, if your if, if your baby mom's with somebody else, you just wouldn't want nobody to discipline your daughter in no way, shape, form, or fashion. No dude to discipline her in any shape, form, or fashion. Don't correct her. Let me ask you this. Hell no. But let me ask you, you know, this. No Shit. Niggas. Like I don't I don't trust niggas at all, like when it comes to my daughter. Like but what if she it, live over like, there? I, what if it what if what if something happened, right? Not, not nothing like something happened and then he goes and like, is it okay for him def- to defend her though? Oh yeah, of course. So it's okay for him defend to defend my- her and take care of her, but not don't say nothing to her though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He can <laughs> say some, but don't much type shit. Like you, you know, your mama said sit down. Your mama said stop. Your doing mama this. said no. I'm saying hey, sit I- your ass down. I'm saying <laughs> sit down. I'm saying sit down because. Bro, I just went up to Daddy Daughter Day Dance. I don't know where you was at. I done bought all this shit. I bought the bike. I'm <laughs> I'm really here in the household. So if she over here get to do what she want to do, then she running shit. At some point, hey, you gotta sit your little ass down, right? Cause you go, you know what I mean. I'm For me, take- that ain't gonna never go. I'm gonna always be there for my kids. That's what that what, type of shit. Uh, yeah, I respect. But, but shit that, happened around the house. She, like tell tell the mama, hey, your daughter over there, she doing this. And then, like, try to drill into the mama to make her stop. But don't ever take it in your own hands and try to talk to somebody else's ke- uh, kid and try to tell him what the fuck to do. But you don't that, even want to uh, talk. A, but that cuts, right, that cuts his nuts off in the house. He's still the man of his household, right? But there's somebody that he can't check, and, and that makes him uh, obsolete now because every time yeah, she, she knows wrong, that. he got to defer to the mom because he got he, he ain't got no nuts, right? So now that's what I mean, she, right? Yeah. If you have your own kids, you ain't gonna understand that shit. Like, like if, 
he'll understand if he had some kids and his kids was away and he wouldn't want nobody saying shit to his kids. So don't don't try to go talk to nobody else's kids crazy. And I'm not saying he can't say shit to him. I'm just saying don't ain't basically what I'm saying, ain't no hitting my kid. Don't whoop right. her. Right. That's don't fair. overdo it. Don't I'm not, I'm not saying whooping. I'm just saying <laughs> some type of discipline. Uh, what'd you say? I said I'm not saying whooping, but there is some type of discipline. You're you're okay. Oh with yeah, you do so to say, but don't do too much. Like we all know what that means when the motherfucker do too much or try to try to act like they the dad now or try to oh you oh, you heard what the fuck I said go sit your little dumb ass down like stupid <laughs> shit like that. Right. But if, if it's in the right, then you say what you got to say. But all the so, extra so shit. So do you undermine the stepdad to your daughter? Because I feel like that's a conversation that should be between the men. I don't feel like the kids should be aware that that line is there like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll take advantage of it and exploit it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you know, Especially girls. but other than that, then let it go on. But I'm not being.